So I got a great poll question for you. Yeah, good. Who would you most like to see go quail hunting with Dick Cheney? The water Nazi. <laughs> okay, well, put yeah, her on the list. Gave me an honest uh, answer. I'll yeah. Honest, yeah. It's not a bad poll question. That bitch. The water Nazi. Remember what I said a couple weeks ago? The liars will continue to lie, and the game players will continue to play games, and the rotten, miserable bitches will continue to be rotten, miserable bitches. Remember I said that? Yeah. What happened now? What do you mean, what happened now? Oh, well, I guess on Friday, I guess they had a, a going-away card for Greg Reed. Yes. And so your buddy, the Beast, there was uh, called in and was uh, browbeaten uh, for not signing the card. And with every letter under the... I think there ought to be a, some kind of a lawsuit on that. All the foul language, the F word, and every other word that's ever been used. You you don't uh, sign that card. Who the hell do you think you are, you mother? You know, and then uh, Josh Cordes was uh, demanded to come in there to the water Nazi's office on Friday and told to sign Greg's going away card, whether he wanted to or not. I, I would like to sign that card. I got a <laughs> couple of messages, yeah. I didn't Don't hear of that. Me. Beast never told me about that. Well, he'll tell you about it as soon as we get through confabulating here. Wow. We, we, we need more than just a new general manager. We need Mandrake the Magician. I'll tell you, you're right about that. With a magic wand. I, have, I have two pieces of copy that have expired. Yeah. That uh, We told the salespeople, I don't know how many times last week, Friday's mm -hmm. the last day for this copy. Right. But, of course, nothing right. happens. Well, a lot, of, a lot of faces are changing, and the revolving door is spinning around like a dreidel in heat at Hanukkah time, but the fact of the matter is not, not much is changing. No, not yet. So I just, uh, you know, until, until I see something concrete, you know, I mean, you know, it's nice that there are new faces showing up and everybody's running around like chickens with their head cut off. But as far as getting any feedback or copy, we still operate like the schlockiest of the schlockmeisters, man. Sure. I just, you know. Come I mean, out, you're, if you're a salesperson, how do you not service the people who are working with you? Because it's the QAMF and way. Didn't you see that sign in, our, uh, in George's room there now? It says, just give us the F and money. And that's, that's been up there for eight years. Yeah. That's our that's our philosophy. We don't care about servicing. We don't care about copy. You know, and the audience is thinking, "Oh, are these guys going off on this again?" Yeah, because it never changes. It's frustrating. There there just is not a desire around us by a whole bunch of these people to like do anything like professional. They're just schlocking their way through life, just sucking the free commission off of a lot of accounts that uh, you know were on before they got there, and the ones that they haven't destroyed yet, which they do a good job on that. I'm with you. But the thing with the water Nazi, I mean, you know, I mean, you've had your run-ins with that bitch, and it's just, it's unacceptable. Browbeating the people and swearing at them and yelling. I remember very shortly after I first came there, I was still down on the second floor, and I got in here one day, and I did an hour rant and rave about her behavior in a parking lot. She was, she was with one of my least favorite people, speaking of sales holes, Gary Sarner, but she was just... Pitching and I'm gonna go to Greg Reed if you think you're gonna pull this crap. Don't mess with my. And she wasn't mess. Every other word was the f word. You just can't have that kind of uh, crap going on in in a work in a workplace. It just shouldn't be allowed. You're right. Just like all those encounters you had with Screw Ann in the parking lot. She was another pleasant one. Oh, her. She won't. You won't see her no more. I know that, but I'm just telling you. Same same thing. Hostile, nasty. Well, there's a hunting trip going on right now. Near Corpus yeah, well, I got news for you. Too, uh, too bad Screwan could have been under with the water Nazi. We could have made a two-for-one deal. I got a great column that John Nichols wrote in the Nation this morning. It's really funny as hell. Cheney gets his gun, and and the essence of it is that uh, he did us a favor by getting all those deferments from Vietnam. 
Because he obviously can't shoot straight. Yeah, that's oh, right. so it's a great column. This is the weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. A gun in his hands. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, first of all, you know, anybody in his position that spends his spare time... I, I was hoping when I first heard the story that was Scalia that got shot, but it turned out it was some schmuck we never heard of. Some 78-year-old schmuck. Rich schmuck. But this, this tells you a lot. Old club. rich guys running around uh, shooting, you know... Shooting crap. Poor helpless little birds. Yeah, there you go. Although they might be saving us from the avian flu. Maybe they were listening to my show. You know, kill a bird for Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get rid of them birds, man. Each each one could be a threat to the uh, existence of the human race. Well, I'm sure glad we got that out of our system. Yeah. Of course, uh, you already learned something. It's just barely after 10, you already learned about the uh, water Nazi browbeating and swearing. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. Well, he'll tell you about it. Of course, I'm not here any afternoons. Well, aren't you lucky? Now, did you sign the go-away card for Greg? Of course. You did? You think I wanted to get yelled at? What a wuss. God. You actually signed What did you write on there? My name. <laughs> and that was it? Yeah. That's all they asked you to do was put did your you name on it. Did you any pictures or anything? No. Yeah. Uh, actually, I... Drew pictures of dead presidents. I was <laughs> made a lot of money from him. Yeah. What a place. What an unbelievable place. See that big blizzard they had in the Northeast? Yeah. How, did, did it get to you? No. They didn't go anywhere near here. Went right up the East Coast. We don't have I know. It was flakes. coming up, going have... up towards Boston. So 13th last night. of February. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. We don't have a flake of snow on the ground. We have a few flakes around the building here. 27 inches in New York. Yeah. Record. About 30, man. In Boston, yeah. Those poor bastards really got it. We don't have any of it. When it snows like that, yeah. well, it doesn't snow like that very often, but still. No, but I remember growing up as a kid, you always looked forward to those days when you look out the window. You didn't have to go to school. And you wouldn't have to go to school. Of course, I only lived a block from the high school. I used to walk to school every day. But uh, even so, it was always very pleasant when you could go back to bed. Yep. I like those days. Oh, yeah. I didn't like shoveling the stuff, though. That's one of the bad uh, things. I I never shoveled snow in my life. Never. I had to go out and shovel the walk. Really? Maybe that explains it. Explains what? I I don't know, but it just sounds like (laughs) something. (laughs) When you write your autobiography, you can put that in there. My parents hadn't made me shovel that snow. I wouldn't be gambling today. I wouldn't be a gambling today. That's right. That's probably what you made made you into a compulsive neurotic gambler. That was it. Yeah. So, anyway, well, it's the start of another week. I'm not gambling today. Good. Me neither. Too cold. It is pretty chilly down here. Really? Well, I sure I sure sympathize with you. Hitting the 30s tonight. <laughs> really? Yeah. Holy moly. Well, it's only minus 5 here right now. It's going to be minus 2. It's going to be 28. It's going to be our high today. But later in the week, I don't know what's going on again. Wednesday, uh, partly sunny and 41. Thursday, 41. Friday, 46. I don't get it. Not that I'm complaining, mind you. I'm no. real happy about that. Not bad at all. No, I think uh, we're going to pass on winter this year. Just skip it. Well, I'm going to go sign the beast's name to the card. Yeah, go uh, back there and uh, knock her teeth out, unless they're soaking in a glass at the moment. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, seriously, I would love to come there and knock her teeth right out of her mouth. I really would. She's got to be the nastiest excuse for anything I've ever encountered in my life. Don't F with my law. (laughs) A real pleasant bitch. 
And now what she's going to do, she's going to have Greg Reed to go uh, complain to anymore. I'm going to go to Greg Reed. What's going to happen to the Greggies? Don't know and don't care. Well, you already saw Ray Perry went out the door. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's true. Yeah, when you have a regime change, and of course the sales manager went out the door. Well, he wasn't really a... He was just a stiff. Stiffy, yeah. And now we got a new sales manager, but uh, it would be nice if he moves into town. I haven't met him yet. And gets things going. I guess they had a big powwow this morning. Yeah. They were all... All the people that didn't get to sign the card on a Friday, I guess maybe they showed up in there. Be sure and sign it this morning. And just rest assured, it'll be nice to know for all the peons around the building that Greg is still on the payroll for another 10 or 11 years, thanks to that stock deal, whatever that was all about, when Beasley went public. So he's still on the payroll, so all you lemmings who are making like uh, 275 an hour, uh, don't expect any uh, increase. Don't Sounds like out- a Martha Mitchell situation. Don't start living or... beyond your means because uh, there ain't no more cash coming your way. Although, Josh Cordes, if, if, you know, if he plays his cards right, if he works about 90 hours a week and every weekend, he might make another 20, 30 bucks a week. Yeah. Like, my guys can't even afford a reading and writing course. That's why they well, can't sign the cards. Well, that's why you've been all their money gambling. I mean, if, you didn't, if they weren't all in uh, GA... Yeah, that's true. Well, it's not like it used to be. I remember when I first came to the station, I was in shock. You had Donnie B, and you had Jason Blasblog, and all that. All these, uh, they were like all little appendages of you. They were all like your protégés, Hank Jr. gamblers. You had, like you had a gambling club going on there. I didn't encourage him. <laughs> I didn't yeah. discourage him. Well, they just wanted to emulate you, that's all. Oh. All right, well, I'm going I'm to have a nice... Now look at Stu Goss. What about him? Wants to emulate you. He wants to be a big uh, sports talk show guy. Yeah. Well, I didn't sign his card. (laughs) Have a great day. You too. See you tomorrow. Like I said. Yeah, that's the cue. See See you tomorrow, (laughs) Hunter. Boy, I'm not working Monday with no more. I could have been there to sign Greg's card. Oh, I lied. Well, we can send it up to you. Just have like you Detective it? Kinderman in The Exorcist, Lee J. Cobb. I lied. It was for me. Uh, Remember that? Of course I did. The autograph. Mm-hmm. At any rate, well, she got him. How do you spell it? How do you? What's your daughter's name? Who got I lied. What? It's oh, for me. I, I lied, Greg. I don't want to sign your card. Good, get, good uh, riddance to bad rubbish. By the way, do you like this uh, fax about... Game player. B.S. artist. I beg your pardon? You Are you talking about, to me? Yeah. Huizinga Jr. is a missionary and an evangelist. Gay. He wants his facts. 
What are you talking about? His uh, son is gay. Huh? Nevertheless. Or is this the other son? He's got two sons. One of them is gay. And maybe the other one's uh, in a missionary position. I don't know from them. Do you want it? Well, go ahead and pass it along. Send it right along. Peter eventually died. Maybe he got shot by uh, the vice president. <laughs> Peter Benchley, 65, author and conservationist who wrote Jaws, and I still say it's overrated. It was very good, but it was overrated, mm-hmm. and if you watch it again now, it's really camp. I agree. Yeah, very camp. I loved it a lot, but, uh, yeah, overrated. Once was enough. Right. Because if you see it the second time, years later, it loses the initial, because uh, you already know what's going to happen. You know, the best part is when they're all drunk and singing. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, well, you like those movies with drunk teenagers, especially if one of them is Michelle Williams. Yeah, they're By the way, she's so not, she, drunk teenagers. She's not that, uh, she's, well, I she's don't know. Well, Scarlett Johansson. She's just fine. She's not good. She's cute. She's not cute. She's got a right. nasty nose, man. Nose looks like she ran into a brick wall. Don't look at her in uh, Broke Bad Got a pug-turned-up nose. I've looked look at, at her in the two different movies right. now, and she and I, I made special notice. Those are great noses when they're turned up like that. No, is that it? Yeah. yeah I think you got something else to want to turn up. But anyway... Know that. Peter Benchley, 65, the author and conservationist who wrote Jaws, the shark attack novel. It's become a classic movie. See, Richard Dreyfus was in it, so you know right off the bat it loses a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And provided a nation with thrills, chills, and recurring nightmares, died oh. February the 11th. That was a Saturday at his home in Princeton, New Jersey. A relative said he died of idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, a progressive scarring of the lungs. Through the book, which was Mr. Benchley's first novel in the movie, for which he contributed to the screenplay, he aroused the nation's deepest fears about undersea dangers, beach hazards, and the carnivorous perils of an arching mouthful of menacingly curved triangular teeth. Wow, who the hell wrote this in the Washington Post? Good God. Woo! That a little carried away? Just like those kids got carried away by the shark. At any rate, a lot of you folks liked it, but then again, you loved the Blazing Saddles, too. I liked it, but you loved it. Like Dom DeLuise said, or his brother said, Junior said, you like bread. You love bread. I like bread. Remember that? Too much bread. Right. Well, here's this story about uh, Wayne Heisinger, Jr. That is really something. That is amazing. He's a religious nut now. Maybe he's he always a... was. And we just oh, this is it. not the right one. This is the other Wayne. This is the, oh, he's a husband, a father of four, a businessman, an evangelical Christian. He's an evangelical Christian. Well, praise the Lord. Pass the ammunition. Oh, sorry, Dick. <laughs> Dick Cheney's at it again. Got a whole bunch of stuff to do here today, including all these polls. Want to say American History X is fantastic. Thank you to the 8 million people who recommended it. Right. Went out there and bought it yesterday. Watched it last night. Mm-hmm. Sensational. I'll give it, it a 22 on a scale of 10. Powerful. That good. Powerful. Not a happy ending, but nevertheless. Oh well, but nevertheless. Right. In fact, it's when logical. You, it's all when you reflect. Yeah, when you reflect on it, and you look back right. at the whole thing. If you're well, that's pretty much how it had to be. But right. a great movie, great mm-hmm. acting. Ed Norton is sensational, in spite of what George said. <laughs> no, no, I know he's been in some clinkers, but then yeah. the Primal Fear, he was great. Yes, yes, he was. And 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 yes, he was great. So he's making up for lost time. Performance there. Even Jackie Gleason was kind of fond of Norton. Fourteen past ten at five sixty WQMR. No, salespeople are ice holes. Stay tuned for an Olympic moment with Ben Johnson right after this. Hello, I'm an Olympic athlete. You know, we losers travel at top speed, and when we're going around those curves, our teeth could fly out at any minute. That's why I use Denture Cream to keep my teeth tight and my smile bright. Denture Cream, the official Denture Cream of the 1992 Olympics. 
1988, runner Ben Johnson turns in a record-breaking performance amidst rumors of steroid use. The rumors are true. He goes home in shame. This has been an Olympic moment, the official Olympic moment of the 1992 Olympics. All right. Yeah, all right is right. I don't want to be negative again because I get accused of that all the time. I told you I loved American History X. It was great. Yes, you did. But the Olympics, forget about it. Yeah. All this hype and just uh, craziness. But what about the luge? And I want to blame the Canadians. They, they deserve to take the blame. That's the reason the NHL players are over there. First of all, Olympics are supposed to be amateur sports, not professionals, okay? Whether we're talking about basketball, hockey, whatever the hell it is. Oh, just wait, because when I turned on the Olympics, I saw women's hockey. So, you know, there's some amateur stuff going on. Yeah. And by the way, very good sportsmanship, too. The U.S. Olympic team, women's Olympic hockey team, beat Italy on the opening day 16 to nothing. Is that right? The U.S. team had 60 shots. Or no, I mean, not the U.S., Canada. I'm sorry, Canada. Canada beat Italy six, 16 to nothing. Canada had 60 shots, and the Italian women had five. Very competitive uh, event. And, and the whole thing's a joke. But again, if it weren't for Canada's neurotic inferiority complex, the uh, NHL definitely would not be over there, and they shouldn't be because, they, you know, first of all, they missed a whole year with that lockout. They just tried to build up a little bit of momentum, just a tiny bit. So now they take two weeks off, and a whole bunch of injured players, like Chris Pronger, who's playing with a fractured foot, he's going to go over there and jeopardize maybe the rest of his season. So if you're the fans of any team who's got a player playing over there, like Jay Bolmister for the Panthers and whoever the other ones are for the other teams, uh, Brian McCabe from the Leafs, uh, you ought to be really pissed off. Because a lot of these guys are guys who are like, just came back from injuries or have already got uh, borderline injuries, and they're going to go over there and jeopardize their health so, that, so they can come back and bring the gold back for the ego of, uh, you know, primarily Canada. Very bad. Not to mention, of course, Needlenose and his wife over there probably got heavy bets on the game. What a bunch of crap. And then, of course, the figure skaters. You see, it just goes to show you what hype is all about. The whole world is about hype. Yeah. Seriously, that, that, that's the only thing it's all about. All the garbage that people get hyped up with. Just like, for example, this is a fax from Jay. Normally, you and I aren't on the same page when it comes to movies. Well, I don't know. In other words, you must have bad taste in movies, Jay, because my taste in movies is excellent. I mean, I don't expect most people to be uh, fixated with imaginary heroes, and George thinks it's because uh, Emil Hirsch is in it. And I'm going to tell you again, I watched it again last night. I got my own copy after I watched American History X. No, I don't think that. I'm just teasing. No, that. I mean, yeah, I like him, but I mean, the fact that it matters, and he's good in the movie, but Sigourney Weaver is so great. And, and I watched the movie because it, it brings a lot of emotions, at least in me. You know, I'm not Mr. Cry at the movie kind, but oh, yeah. it's just a very emotional movie. And especially, I think, I think that the neatest part of that movie is the relationship that he and his mom have. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Well, I mean, don't, don't most people wish that they had that kind of relationship with either parent? Sure, I'll take it. Yeah, right, exactly. And, of course, uh, well, what's this you just sent me? Losing Dolphins rights hurts Beasley fourth quarter. Look at that. Uh-oh. Hey, listen, bad news, Josh. You know that pay raise you were supposed to get? Yeah. And, George, I don't want to give you the bad news, but the yeah, reason that Joe's having lunch with you today is to announce that they're cutting your salary in half. The company that owns five South Florida radio stations has reported a fourth quarter revenue decline. Part of the decline in sales came when the company lost rights to broadcast Dolphins football games. Now, see, revenue decline, but that doesn't mean that they were making uh, money on it. Right. So, I said the difference between right. uh, gross revenue and net. Yeah, the article's full of crap. Beasley Broadcast Group said it earned $1.5 million, or six-tenths a share, on revenue of $30.6 million for the fourth quarter. For the same period the year before, the Naples-based radio broadcaster said it earned $3.9 million. Wow. 
Earnings. 16 cents a share, revenue 33.4 million. During most of the recent period, Beasley said it took a $2 million impairment charge, all related to their brains. Related to FCC licenses in that Augusta market. Well, what's that got to do with us? And $300,000 in stock-based compensation expense. That sounds like Greg Reed to me. The lost dolphin rights cost $1.6 million in revenue, Beasley said. Those rights would have, um, well, $1.6 million in revenue, but they were paying more than that for the rights. Right. Those rights would have mostly impacted QAM 560, the sports talk station, yada, 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 lost its dolphin rights to Waxy, which is paying $4.5 million. Well, if we made $1.6 million in revenue from the Dolphins last season, and they just got through paying $4.5 million, that mm -hmm. means that if they were able to get as much revenue, which I doubt, they lost $3 million on it. Maybe they'll get more. Primetime Media Group, my ass, the ticket. For the year, Beasley said it earned $10.7 million, or $0.44 cents a share, on revenue of $124.3 million. The year before, the company said it earned $12 million, or $0.49 cents a share, revenue of $122.2 million. So the revenue went up, but the profit went down a little bit. Well, too freaking bad. George Beasley said the company continues to work to convert its station to high-definition radio broadcast. Anybody out there own a HD radio? No. Duff's got one, and a radio, too. Among the benefits of free HD radio, he said, are improved audio quality, better signal reception, song and artist information, which, of course, has a lot to do with us, and the ability to choose between multiple programming options on the same FM frequency. We're working on duopoly. Screw you guys. Yeah. Remember that, Mike Disney? Yeah. We're working on duopoly. You guys can go to hell. In other words, the radio business sucks. Find another, uh, you know, all you punks out there. Find something else constructive to get involved in, because it ain't going to be radio. It sucks. Anyway, Jay says, we're not on the same page when it comes to movies, but I couldn't agree with you more regarding Backdoor Mountain. It wasn't the abrupt gayness that filled the screen that turned me off to it. It was the utter lack of a story and plot. Now, here's the sentence that really just frosts my ass, Jay. No movie has ever gone anywhere so fast. I'm sure that's a... This, he must be on, he must be on uh, speed. He must be on something. I don't think that's what he meant to say. No movie has ever gone anywhere so fast. All the hoopla and press this thing received just proves the controversial subject will sell in America no matter what. It was like watching a Western version of Will and Grace. Horrible, says Jay. Yeah. Western Will and Grace. No, it wasn't even that. I mean, that, that was just incidental to it, all the uh, faggery. That, that was almost incidental. It just didn't go anywhere. Just I don't want to go through the whole thing again. It sucks. I don't care what anybody says, and it proves what I just said a minute ago. America is all about hype. The whole world is all about hype. Just like that stupid, oh, there's an invention coming that's going to change the way we all live, and we're all going to be, uh... yeah, remember that? Oh, yeah, the Segway. The Segway. How many people out there in this audience do you think ever uh, not only have one, but know anybody who owns one? Yeah, segway into this. Segway my ass. God. <laughs> hype. Just like that thing with that Oprah book, Hype, and it turns out to be a bunch of lies. But all those women, if Oprah tells these women to go and fart in somebody's face, man, they're down on all fours, just squeezing for, uh, for good reason. Because Oprah said so. And that's what the world's all about. The world are a bunch of sheep, man. Maybe, maybe that was the real message in, in uh, Bearback uh, Mountain, Bearass Mountain. The world are sheep? Yeah. There, maybe there's a little uh, huh, message in there somewhere, hidden. All them sheep up there in the woods, and all they, and all they could do is, uh, like, attack each other. This is Neil Rogers. Well, the Pete, I'm sure, was playing. This is 560 QA. Go, 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 go.
I'm happy Monday too. We got Curtis at two today. The revolving dough from two to four. Mad Dog four to seven. Geldy tonight. Well, we got a lot of Geldy on here. Too much of you ask me. Seven to ten tonight. Eddie K at ten o'clock. Geldy at seven. Three solid hours. Because not only that squeak, but then again, when Geldy's on, he starts with that hockey thing. Because he's the voice of the Panthers. And uh, if there's one thing that'll send almost everybody in the audience to another station, to the uh, tea room, to uh, diving off the balcony, it's uh, hockey talk. Know what I'm saying? Hockey talk. Honky Tonk. And, oh, and just, just so that you know, um, and I told you this before the show, I will not be watching the last hour and a half or however long it is of a bare ass mountain. Gee, I'm all broken up about it. For any amount of money. I'm no, all I, broken I, I, back I, about it. I thought about it, I considered it, and then I went out and got American History X, and I'm so happy that I did. Because I'd Me rather, too. if I'm going to watch movies, I'd rather watch one that I enjoy as opposed to watching being obliged. It's like obligatory. Well, you've got to watch this because everybody's raving about it. Yeah. Well, the same was true with that awful, awful, uh, that other one. What was it? The, uh, oh, the Constant Gardener. Constant Gardener crap about High, High and Maryland Gardener. You know, I, I'm doing the same thing I did a week or two ago. i got a whole pile of polls here now. That's good. And I'm, I inspired myself to do one, which may be for tomorrow. Who or what is the biggest hype of all time? All right. I got my shirts. You want to hear my list so far? Sure, but my I haven't even gotten it. to the result from Friday or the one we got going today. That's how, that's how poll intensive I am right now. The Segway, which you just mentioned. Uh-huh. Elvis, yeah. The Beatles, American Idol, and Religion. Oh, you don't have my choice on there. What's that? Hey, it's Howard. Oh, Howard Stern. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> Not Howard <laughs> David. No. Oh, I thought I must have been missing yeah, something no. there. Howard Stern. There you go. That's good. Anyway, on Friday we did this poll over the weekend. Though you've seen every episode many, 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 many times. What TV series will you never get tired of watching? We had 2,441 votes. Holy moly, too bad not as many people read the uh, bedtime stories as vote on these stupid polls, you know what? If we had a lot more people reading the bedtime stories, they would work so feverishly to get on there for you. As, uh, you know, although the sad part about that is even when we do get a big result, it's usually like a story about the just aforementioned Howard Stern, which mm-hmm. we had one a few days ago. That was the most read story of the day. Or one about uh, the Rolling Stones and the words that got bleeped out in the Super Bowl, and they thought it was really stupid. That got the most reads on that day, and I just want to kill myself. You know, we can make those headlines whatever we want. Why don't we just put it like a, a P word or a T word yeah. in every headline? Yeah, that's I can do that. We get a thousand reads on a story one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vice President's... Absolutely. No, Vice President falls off. There you go. God punishes him for his errant ways. 
Right, and the story is actually uh, something Anyway, else, a TV yeah. series you never get tired of watching, Seinfeld 470, Simpsons 241, Star Trek 216, All in the Family 162, MASH 154. Fat. I'm going to put that on this other pool. All right. Good choice. Huh? I mean, that show has sucked. At any rate, uh, South Park 143, Married with Children 79, Family Guy 73, Soprano 69, I Love Loosely 56, Law and Order 55, Monty Python Flying Circus 54, Cheers 53, The Honeymoon is 48, Faulty Towers 44, Kirby Enthusiasm 33, Friends 32, NYPD Blue 31, Sanford and Sunhead, About 30, man. Arrested Development 27, also 27, Miami Vice, Hawaii 50, and Batman. Sex in the City, 22. Wild Wild West, 21. Hogan's Heroes, 21. Beverly Hillbillies, 21. Aqua Teen Hunger Force, 20. The Andy Griffith Show, 20. Long before he made that movie, A Face in the Crowd. Or long after. I got to get that, too. I forgot to get that yesterday. Damn it. I read the review on it, and it's just, I mean, like 85 stars out of 10. Really? 24 had 19. Green Acres, 15. Soap, 14. Scrubs, 13. Monk, 12. What the hell's Monk? It's an OCD detective show with a the Odd Couple, 11. Mary Tyler Moore Show, 11. The uh, Jeffersons, 11. The Shield, 10. Blind Date, 10. Mission Impossible, only 6. Kojak, Solamente, 6. Futurama, 5. Mikhail's Navy, 5. The Prisoner, only 5. Poor Patrick McGowan. What's he doing? Oh, L.A. Law, 4. Partridge Family, 3. So that means the guy with the eyes voted three times. Cannon, no, his boyfriend voted once. Cannon, 3. And 77, Sunset Strip. We were past 2,000 votes and it still didn't have any. And then two out of sympathy voted, two for a... Uh, 77, and only three for Cannon? Boy, you must hate fat people. What's wrong with you folks? Frank Cannon was great. Now, the poll we got going today, and I don't want to confuse you with a whole bunch of them, but that's good. I like that. It worked very well the other time. Who is the funniest man in the history of the movies? And we did this once before, but we only had a very limited number of choices on there. I don't know why. In fact, when I look back through the history of the ancient Poles and the ancient Egyptians, I just, I, I don't find, like, a whole lot of choices we put on there. Why is that? I guess I, I guess we're refining our poll um, methods, you know, kind of like uh, they do with the elections in the U.S. They refine the way they do at the polling. You know, one for Kerry, five for Bush. Who is the funniest man in history of movies? And we already got 349 votes, and I just put this on there. I forgot to do it last night. I just stuck it on there before the show. Mel Brooks, 51. Peter Sellers, 36. Oh, that's that Blazing Saddles crowd again. That's right. You know... Mel Brooks is funny, but he's sure. not... He's not that funny. No, exactly. In fact, I think that his wife, Anne Bancroft, was a lot funnier than he is. Okay. No argument. Don't you think? Sure. She was pretty funny in Fatso. Yes, she was. You don't think? Especially... Huh, especially when she said things like... You ain't the only! <laughs> like that. And she wrote it and directed it, too. I think she was pretty talented. She was great. Mel Brooks, 51. Peter Sellers, 36. The real Inspector Clouseau. Groucho Marx, oh, he was a bastard, but then again, we're not asking who did you like. See, a lot of people right. can't separate that. Groucho Marx, 33. In fact, did we really need to know that he was a bastard? Is that, does that, does that yeah, enhance yeah, our existence? Yeah, we have to know these things. No, I don't want to know that. Yeah, you know. Kidding. Groucho Marx, 33. Richard Pryor, 27. John Candy, 27. Rodney Dangerfield, 25, who finally croaked. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he sure hung on a long time. He was dying there. He was dying longer than, uh, what's it, Larry Hagman. Larry Hagman's been dying for about 10 years now. How's Jim Carrey, 21. Mo Howard, 19. Not to be confused with... Do, 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 do. Now, you'll probably ask, well, how come you didn't put the other Stooges on there? I how come know. you didn't put the other Stooges on there? Or like John Cleese has got 16. How come we didn't put Eric Idle on there or Terry Gilliam? Right. Huh? 
Well, Grant, we just did Graham Chapman, who was the star Graham of, Chapman of, of all of them. Let's put them all on there. All right. See, one at a time. See, and we got to some other ones, like I put Abbott and Costello, and because uh, you can't separate them. See. Right. And Laurel and Hardy. They never, uh, they never performed separately. John Belushi, 14. Woody Allen, 10. Laurel and Hardy, 9. See, like that. Chevy Chase, 9. Until he tried that TV show, and then people said, oh, are you kidding me? Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, I forgot about that's that. That's pretty funny, all right. Gene Wilder, 9. W.C. Field, 7. Abbott and Costello, 7. Can't separate Bud Abbott and Luke Costello. With a hose. Where the hell was I reading about? Bud Abbott was like a real perv. I was reading something about that. Were they all? Gigantic... Yeah, that's true. Steve Martin, 7, who I really believe is. Yay. But that's beside the point. Who really cares? Charlie Chaplin, 7. Jerry Lewis has only six. Hey, Come on, lady. You're forgetting what he used to be really funny with his schmilkin and the drekin. <laughs> Albert, Albert Brooks, 3. Harold Lloyd, 3. But we must have some old, old goofballs Harold with computers Lloyd. on it. Yeah, Harold Lloyd is before uh, I was born. I'm sorry. You're about to explain who that is to me. Harold Lloyd was a... He was in silent movies. Oh, you know oh. who Charlie Chaplin was? Right. Well, Harold Lloyd was supposed to be the greatest comic of all time. I see what about Buster Keaton? He's coming. Bob Hope, three. Buster Keaton, two. And Burt Lahr don't have any. Oh, Burt Lahr, the cowardly lion. Come on. What's wrong with you? I once interviewed Burt Lahr on a radio station in Ypsilanti, Michigan, 100 years ago, where I worked for about three weeks. Did you ask him what he would do if he were the king of the forest? No. I asked him how come uh, he looked so old and Jewish. I don't know what the hell I talked to him about. What would you... What would you I was sitting outside of a uh, Kmart. Really? And interviewed the Burt Lahr in Ypsilanti, Michigan which is a radio station that was owned by a guy named Hal Munn, who was our consulting engineer in Marshall, Michigan. And then when that station, like, uh, I don't know, I left with John Meter, who was the general manager, and we wound up getting this job in Ypsilanti, Michigan. And Hal Munn was another one of these real fanatical, it was before the born-again Christian thing, ever. nobody ever heard of that then, but he was a real fanatic religionist. And so he didn't allow any cigarette advertising or booze advertising on the station. And so, like, we got there, and the place was like a joke, you know. In fact, when we got there, it was like a religious station. They were playing, like, uh, all the religious programming. So we changed it to a music station. We were playing, like, Herb Alpert and, like, uh, you know, easy listening crap. Mm, Peggy crap, Lee, yeah. Perry Como, round and round. Don't do it, please. I won't. I won't. And so anyway, after about the third, fourth day, I got disgusted. And unbeknownst to me, I, I said I worked there for three weeks. I think I worked there for three days. And Hal Munn was flying in in his private uh, plane from uh, Coldwater, Michigan, which is way in the southern, uh, down by Indiana. And he was flying in Ypsilanti, and I'm on the air, and I'm playing the song. We had these old big discs that had beer and cigarette commercials on. Okay. And I was playing them on the air just, just to be a bastard because I was so, you know, PO'd at the whole situation. There was, it was even a worse disaster than QAM. And so, of course, he came in, and we all got fired. But that's okay. 373 votes on air, Graham Chapman. And let's see, did we add Graham Chapman? He's on there. We did, yeah. Did we add uh, uh, Eric Idle? No. No. Well, let's go with that. What's wrong? Is he, is he chopped liver? For my money, he's about as funny as any of them. Right. You don't think? I absolutely agree. They're all funny in their own I right. I mean, They're I'm tempted to play just a little bit. Here's a little number I wrote the other day while out duck hunting with a judge. Oh, how appropriate. Uh, uh, <laughs> this version is of that Neil now. Rogers. Yeah. Five, I'm duck hunting with the vice president. Oops. Stop laughing, Max. Cheney is real pissed. His daughter don't like guys. Where she stands, no one knows. Her party's between the thighs. You fairy. His wife. 
Sun rhymes with. Well, I'll tell you another movie I saw over the weekend, which I can't turn off. It's one of those should have been on that pool. Remember, we had the thing about mm-hmm. when you can't over shut over. off when it comes on TV. But I'm a cheerleader. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's one I of the. That fun- if that isn't that's one right. of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life, just a panic, hysterical. Uh, what's her Leon? Natasha Leon or what's? I don't her know what her name. Like the red oh, Natasha. Show. Hysterical. Anyway, Cheney accidentally shoots fellow hunter in case you've been under a rock or just all passed out, hung over all weekend. Sure took a while for the story to come out, though. Yeah. Happened on Saturday, and then yesterday we're getting breathless updates. Oh, i got to tell you a little thing here. I'm, I'm just full of it today before we get uh, into this. 6.45 on Friday evening. I'm watching the NBC Evening News, which I do every night. They go into commercials. So I start channel surfing. I go over to CNN real quickly. And Lou Dobbs, the unctuous, fat-faced, big-mouthed Lou Dobbs, He's got Ed Rollins, the Republican, and Joe Klein, representing the uh, less than the right wing on the other side. And they're both sitting there, and I'm like mesmerized, and they're ripping the Bush administration for being the most incompetent bunch in the history of the country, and just totally inept, and they're like in, uh, they're, they, they can't even function anymore, and the government is like uh, incompetent. And Lou Dobbs, who is one of the biggest Bush apologists, unless he's talking about outsourcing the jobs or illegal aliens, those are his only two issues. But other than that, always sucky, sucky. Uh, and he's got that little American flag on his lapel. He's, he looks in the camera and says, and where have we been? Where has the media? Oh. It's like all of a sudden he got religion, like he got born again. Yeah. Where has the media been? Why haven't we been reporting this? You guys are absolutely right. This administration is totally inept. And they're, they're frozen and they can't do anything. And they're like uh, incompetent and uh, blah, 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 blah. And I thought to myself, I have to be dreaming this. And so I, I rewound it because, you know, when you're watching, when you're, you know, got that TiVo feature, you can, like, even though you're not recording, you can, like, if you're watching a channel, you can rewind it. Right. And I had to rewatch the, those five <laughs> minutes again just to make, no, just to make sure yeah. that I didn't dream it. And then last night at 11 o'clock, when, why they didn't have it on before the election, uh, you know, in 2004, God only knows, but CNN puts on the CNN Presents. And they have the whole history, the whole evolution of this lie about the uh, justification for war in Iraq and the aluminum tubes Cube. and the Condoleezza and the mushroom cloud and all the uh, sexing up of information. And they had the whole thing on. It was almost like I was watching the CBC documentary that we had on our website or any of this other stuff. So I don't know what's going on there, but maybe at least for the weekend or for a couple of days, somebody over there at CNN got religion. I don't get I that. Don't Maybe they stuck their finger out the window and they realized that the wind is blowing in the opposite direction and they better, like, jump on some other gland wagon. Vice President Dick Cheney accidentally shot and wounded a companion during a weekend quail hunting trip in Texas, spraying the fellow hunter in the face and chest with shotgun pellets. 
Henry Whittington, a millionaire attorney from Austin, was alert and doing fine. And at Corpus Christi Hospital, he's doing fine. After he was shot by Cheney on a ranch in South Texas, said Catherine Armstrong, the property's owner. He was described as in stable condition. Armstrong, in an interview with the Associated Press, at Whittington, 78, was mostly injured on his right side, with the pellets hitting his cheek, neck, and chest during the incident which occurred late afternoon on Saturday, but they kept it a secret until uh, afternoon yesterday. She said emergency personnel traveling with Cheney tended to Whittington until the ambulance arrived. Cheney's spokeswoman, Leanne McBride, said the vice president was, was with Whittington and his wife at the hospital yesterday. The shooting was first reported by the Corpus Christi Caller Times. The vice president's office didn't disclose the accident until nearly 24 hours after it happened. Sounds like Chappaquiddick all over again, only nobody died yet this right. time. Armstrong said while she was watching from a car, while Cheney, Whittington, another hunter, got out of the vehicle to shoot at a covey of quail. Oh, a covey of quail. Whittington shot a bird and went to look for it in the tall grass, while Cheney and the third hunter walked to another spot and discovered a second covey, a covey of quail. Whittington came up from behind the vice president and the other hunter and didn't signal them or indicate to them or announce himself, Hey, I'm over here! Yeah, I'm here! Right. Which, of course, is ridiculous. The right. vice president didn't see him, she continued. The covey flushed, and the vice president picked out a bird and was following it, and bada-bing! And by God, Harry was in the line of fire and got peppered pretty good. That'll teach you, Harry. That's such crap. Whittington has been a private practice attorney in Austin, but a beep, but a boop. He uh, owns property worth at least $11 million. He's another one of these rich bastard right-wingers, right. you know? Mm -hmm. This is something that happens from time to time. You know, I've been peppered pretty well myself, said Armstrong, Cheney's spokesman. Uh-huh. Yeah, peppered. Claude peppered, Salt probably. peppered. By the way, the water Nazi get fired yet or what? Boy, she is just un unacceptable on a human level. Unacceptable in every aspect. Bitching people out because they don't want to sign a card. Mind your own business. And, boy, you talk about somebody that was like an appendage to Greg Reed. I think they were, like, sewn together at the hip. James and Sarah Brady made comments today related to Vice President Cheney's accidental shooting in Texas. Now I understand why Dick Cheney keeps asking me to go hunting with him, said Jim Brady. I had a friend once who accidentally shot pellets into his dog, and I thought he was an idiot. I thought Cheney was scary for a long time. Sarah Brady said, now I know I was right to be nervous. He's a very scary guy. There's no acceptable uh, reason for that to have happened. No. Except that he's an idiot, irresponsible, yeah. careless. Well, jo dangerous. John Nichols writes, Cheney gets his gun. He said, sure, it's been fun joking about the fact that Dick Cheney obtained five, count them five deferments to avoid serving in the military during Vietnam. Sure, it's been amusing to recount his limp claim that the man who served as George Bush, the first Secretary of Defense, had other priorities than taking up arms in defense of his country. Sure, it was a laugh when the chief cheerleader for the war in Iraq mocked John Kerry for having actually carried a weapon in time of war. But now it's time to stop laughing at Dick Cheney's expense. Now that the vice president has accidentally shot and wounded a companion on a quail hunt at the elite Texas ranch where rich men play with guns, spraying his 78-year-old victim, a friend, in the face and chest with shotgun pellets, and sending the man to the intensive care unit at a Corpus Christi hospital, it's become clear that Cheney was doing the country a service when he avoided service. Despite the best efforts of Cheney's apologists to have it otherwise, the man the vice president mistook for a quail, millionaire attorney Henry Whittington, was in plain sight wearing a bright orange vest at the time the president blasted him. Mm -hmm. U.S. troops had enough problems in Vietnam without letting a trigger-happy incompetent like Dick Cheney start shooting things up from behind the lines. Those deferments were well and wisely issued. <laughs> oh, very well said. For the poll, Curly Howard, somebody says. Yeah, let's get Curly on there along with... Oh, Curly Howard. See, I guess we should have put the Three Stooges. 
since we did Abbott and Costello? Too late, late now, though. Hmm? Well, we can do anything we want. Can we really? Yeah. That's not what I heard. That's not what Joyce said. 417 votes. The funniest man in the history of movies. Mel Brooks, 68. Peter Sellers, 41. Groucho Marx, 36. Richard Pryor, 33. Jim Carrey, 28. I wonder how Richard... Uh, what's his name? Not Richard. George Fenneman. Still dead? I think so. Jim Carrey, 28. John Candy, 28. Rodney Dangerfield, 27. Mo Howard had 20, with only uh, one D at the end. John Cleese, 20. John Belushi, 19. Woody Allen, 14. Laurel and Hardy, 11. Uh, Chevy Chase, 11. Gene Wilder, 10. W.C. Fields, 8. Abbott and Costello, 8. One of them ate too much. Jerry Lewis, 8. Hey, lady! Come on! Jerry Lewis, only 8. He was pretty funny. Looking. Yeah. Steve Martin, 7. Charlie Chaplin, 7. Especially when his head blew up like a balloon that time. Uh -huh. Albert Brooks, 6. Harold Lloyd, 3. Bob Hope, 3. See, Harold Lloyd's got 3. What do you know? Who? Buster Keaton, 2. Burt Lahr finally got 1. Who? Look at that. The Cowardly Lion, Burt Lahr. Oh, that, that's a... Yeah. Curly Howard, Michael Palin. Boy, I didn't even know we put him on there. We put them all yeah. on there. All the he did well, good. Terry Jones, they're all on there. All the uh, Monty Python, Terry Gilliam, Eric Idle, and Graham Chapman, and they all have none. How can how can well we got a long way to go, baby. Get those Monty Python people going. Crank them up. Is Neil Rogers? Wake them up. That's it. This is five sixty This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? WQM, the two to four slot, we got uh, Curtis today in the revolving door between two and four. It's kind of embarrassing. Uh, not that Curtis is on, it's embarrassing that we don't uh, have somebody on there. Anyway, interviewing uh, Wayne Heisinger Jr., says the Palm Beach Post, the man gobbling up Primavera Beach waterfront land the way Ricky Williams eats up football yards comes with strings attached these days. The 44-year-old son of the Martin County-based Dolphins owner, Wayne Heisinger, wants a guarantee. He'll have some control over what's printed. He needs to be sure his strong religious beliefs are highlighted. I want it understood that I'm a three-dimensional person. I'm a husband, a father of four, a businessman, and an evangelical Christian, Junior says. Well, praise the Lord. Jesus Christ. And as the vice president says, pass the ammunition. And those who hung out with him in the late 90s, the entire uh, statement sounds like an epic turnaround. 
Heisinger Jr., after all, was the wild one. He couldn't turn down a drink. He spent as much time in million-dollar fishing tournaments as at work. His yacht was named Florida Fishing after his wife, uh, oh, Fonda Fishing. Fonda Fishing, isn't that cute? After his wife, Fonda. Fonda Aww. Fishing. Crewmen wore polo shirts with a drawing of perfectly buxom mermaid with Fonda's face. Now, Junior spends at least one full day a week at the giant Calvary Chapel in North Fort Lauderdale and Wednesday nights and Saturday nights. In other words, he's a nut job. Jesus. Still, don't think Heisinger Jr. isn't ready to follow in the footsteps of his tough businessman dad who built up Blockbuster and Auto Nation. Junior is finding time to assemble enough Riviera Beach properties to build a $100 million retail and residential project expected to lift the blighted city. My conversion came five years ago, Junior says. I was at Calvary. There was thunder and lightning outside. I ended up on my knees. Listen to this. I ended up on my hands and knees crying and asking Jesus to come into my heart. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Sure. I went through that. At first, he confesses it wasn't easy. I'd still go up to a woman and ask, glancing at her breasts, are those new? But suddenly, I felt so bad, I had to walk away and ask Jesus for forgiveness. Finally, Heisinger Jr. says he no longer feels empty. My dad asked me the other day if I thought God was calling me to be a pastor, Jr. said. I don't think so. I'm exactly where I should be. I'm a missionary and an evangelist. And, of course, he's also making a big box. That's not in the article. I thought I'd better put that in there. He's making a big box. Mm-hmm. In other words, he's got the uh, evangelical spirit, uh, but not that much. Paul, Amos, and Andy. No. Now, which, oh, that's for the uh, funny guys, funny movie guys. Amos right. and Andy. Okay. They made movies? Yeah, they were I don't know. Some I'm, movie. All right. I'm sure they did. Google it. Okay. I'm sure there was an Amos and Andy movie. There was an Amos and Andy TV show and a radio show with the white guys on the radio in spite of whatever that uh, person. Remember that? Yes, I do. On the TV show. At any rate, 5670560. Let's get a few calls here going, okay? This uh, week. we got 15 different polls going. See, I don't want to do that one about the movies with bad endings yet because we're just doing a movie poll here uh, last Friday. And we start doing too many movie polls, and that guy will call in, I don't like movies, and uh, yada, yada. But I'm a cheerleader. I only got TV uh, results for them. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have any movies. I don't think they did any movies, Amos and Andy. I think that's just a racial thing. Somebody trying to, like, stir the pot is what that's all about. I don't believe it. Neither. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, can we move it along? Yeah, move this. Move your ass along. Rectum. WQAM, Hello. Hey, Neil, the Pines pigs are at it again today. Taft and Hyattis. Okay, you know great. That's a bulletin. Just, just mark that down on your sleeve. They're Taft and Hyattis every day and always have been, always will be. Big deal. Uh, yeah, see, now there's a guy, the very first call, a guy with no material, and so he steals from some bitch that called on Friday. He must have been thinking, planning that all weekend long. Wasn't that great? Oh, it was spectacular. Right out of the box, after an hour of sitting here talking about 85,000 different things, and the first call, hey, Neil, can we move it along? Again, ripping off some nasty bitch. Who made the water Nazis seem almost tolerable? Almost being the operative word. WQAM, hello. Tom Tom Brokaw. Dan Rather, get out of retirement. I'm going to whoop your ass. WQAM, hello. Did you uh, hear about Rick Rowley? What about him? He's uh, back on the radio doing the uh, State of the Market report. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Back on the radio where, since we know it's BS? Uh, I think it was 940 or 610 or something. I've no. Flipping around? No. Just a short little spot. No. Yes. No. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon and yeah, doing the market report. <laughs> hey, well, oh, you laugh? Maybe Bye. the hog market. 
WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Pretty good. I've got a two for your poll. Uh, the first one, Andy Kaufman. Oh, God. Okay. No? Yeah, sure. Well, you said it. We'll put it on there. Okay. And then uh, secondly, this might date me a little bit, but uh, Jim Carrey. What? Jim Carrey. Oh, Jim Carrey. What do you mean by date you? Jim Carrey's got 30 votes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay, thanks. Week. Well, I, you know something? I'm thinking very seriously. We're approaching that 1st of March, that uh, 30th anniversary show. Uh-huh. I am considering very, very seriously. I think I had the right idea. Now, management won't like it, and a lot of other people in the building, especially your buddy Miguel, who's clueless, uh, they won't like it. I, I'm just thinking of, like, uh, taking this phone and shoving it down o yeah. over the balcony. You know what? Well, I would like it, but I don't believe it. You don't believe what? That, you're, that you would uh, do that. Why not? Didn't yeah. I do it for seven months? You did it for seven months. Didn't I survive? Uh, we had pretty good ratings. We had you know, some of the people. Survived. See, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not interested in people that want their own show. Go, go apply. We've got plenty of openings, okay? Get your own show. But that's what a lot of these people want. Like this Riley with his 8 million faxes, speaking of Riley. You know, it's, just, it's just a lot of frustrated people that want to be on there. And then people that like rip off other people, have no originality. They've got nothing to say. That's South Florida for you. It's, it's just pointless. You're just killing my time, that's all. You're killing me. 30 freaking years. About 30, man. Let's see, today's the 13th. It's a short month. we got 15 days left in February, so like a little over two weeks. Two weeks from Wednesday is March 1st. Am I correct about that? Right. Right, that's correct. Two weeks from Wednesday. will mark 30 years I've been doing this crap on here in this market. Been very good to me, as somebody we know would say. Made me a lot of money. But i got news for you. The, the, the calls are pathetic. You people have nothing to say about anything. South Florida is pathetic. The happiest people I ever hear from are the ones who are saying, hey, good news, I'm moving next week. We're getting the hell out of here finally. Yeah. Those are the happy people. I envy them. Yeah. I just, I just can't imagine what it, what, what it would have to be like. I, I'd be in a box already. There's no question about that. I'd be already in a box if I had to be there. Right. Five, six, seven. But, I, but I'll continue plugging away. You know, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe. Oh, no. Because remember, I took the poll on that once. No, no. The callers make the show. We, we got a whole bunch of people listen because they want to hear idiots on the radio. And believe me, we sure don't let you down on that. No, no. <laughs> and, and I got news for you. The people that call the sports shows, even though it's of a different nature, it's the same crap. It's the same people. I know. On, on both stations. And they call other shows. They call every right. show. That That's correct. The same just, just like the gargler was calling Mo. Remember that yeah. promo? That promo? I sure do. Mo. Do, 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 yeah. boy. I like that guy. <laughs> the gargler. Very very tragic. WQAM not lying. Hello. Not there. Mark it down. Line one ain't working. By the way, our engineering staff is really the best too. Make no mistake about that. Come in this morning. Everything is like uh, twisted upside. The weekend is always a disaster at QAM. Well, apparently there were power outages. Right. Exactly. There was no feed coming from here over the weekend as of yesterday. It's just the same old jazz. McKay. He's coming on 2 to 4, Jazz McKay. QAM, hello. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. WQAM, hello. Yeah, um, for the poll, I would suggest Cary Grant. Cary Grant for what? For the funniest man in the movies? He's funny. And there was another thing. This may be old. I don't know. It was also gay. But anyway, well, yeah. yeah. Well, Cary Grant wasn't a comedian. He was in some funny movies, but he wasn't a comedian. Bang, go ahead. He made funny movies. Anyway, yeah. there was, there's another thing. It's a, it may be old news. It's a, a video that you can see online called Jesus Must Survive. Yeah. It's just worth looking at. Well, where do you find it? 
uh, Google Jesus Must Survive video. I'll email you a link. Oh, okay. Why, have you seen it? I saw a little bit of it. It's cute. It's a Jesus music video, you know, the song I Will Survive. Is Wayne Heisinger Jr. on it? Right. Oh, yeah. Does the backups. He heard thunder and lightning on the outside, and he got on his hands and knees and prayed for uh, Jesus to uh, save him. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's just, I I can't deal with it. I just cannot deal with it. I'm just going to put on a burlap sack, not the one I was supposed to wear today, but like a different one. And just wander off into the hinterlands. I'm going to go like up to Moose Jaw and up to uh, Campus Casing and the Pa and all. Just uh, anywhere. Just wander around in the woods. And then, of course, if I see the vice president, maybe I can go hunting with him. We can go get some moose. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hola. Oh, Jesus. QAM. That stupid schmuck. What gives them the right? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? How's everything? Pretty good. Hey, I got one for you. What about that uh, show, uh, F Troop? Anybody mention that? F Troop for what? Uh, the shows. What shows? Uh, I guess I got the wrong uh, information. Sorry. <laughs> now, you're right. Who would want to miss this? Right on. You're absolutely right. There's a message coming from South Florida. You can hear it. That's it. WQAM, hello. Hey, I, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Just wanted to share a thought with you. Yes. Instead of getting George uh, Bush and Peach, they should uh, make him uh, Dick Cheney's uh, hunting partner, though. Yeah, okay, great. How, how did I know that? It wouldn't be very long before we'd hear that, huh? I thought we'd hear it much sooner than we did, right. actually, but not an hour. 567 0560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. A little tap on the door. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Good morning. How are you? Yes, sir. Buenos dias. Happy Monday. Hey, I've got a question for you. I know you're kind of into cars, but if you had to buy a four-door sedan, give me two that you would consider, and I'll listen off the air. I wouldn't buy a four-door sedan. Does that answer your question? Wow. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, Uh, I guess guess I'm waiting for your call. Yeah. Rowan Atkinson? Who is it? Rowan Atkinson. Roland Atkinson. Rowan. 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 Yeah, he's a pretty funny guy. Who the hell is that? He's, he made a Mr. couple of movies. Uh, some spy oh, no, get out of here, Mr. Bean. Oh, you really want to put that on there? Do I? Mr. Are you asking Bean? me or are you asking the caller? I'm asking the world. Holy moly. I remember I was on, I forget what airline it was, maybe British the, uh, Air one time. The Black Adder series that he did were very oh, funny. Oh, my. Mr. Bean. But I never saw Mr. Bean. I beg your pardon? I never saw a minute of Mr. B. Well, don't. You know who it is, though. I know who it is, and uh, oh. he's funny in his series, The Black Adder. That's a funny series. But I haven't put, seen him. Put, go ahead, put him on there. Put, put Mr. Bean, whatever his name is. Rowan Atkinson. I, th- I think I think I better get on my hands and knees and pray to Jesus. I really do. Could Just like help. Wayne Heisinger Jr. Maybe I'll find $100 million waiting for me somewhere in a bag. Or a gay cowboy. Or maybe just a bag waiting for me. Maybe somebody will maybe throw a left his behind. 11.13 at 5.60 WQAM. Oh, God, Neil. Olympic ice capades. Man, it's such a dirty trait. Tanya tries to win. She was second best and it hurt her. So, oh, oh, oh. Nancy Kerrigan, the bitch was gonna win again. Tanya blocks revenge. 
hires out a henchman. Oh, 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 oh. As Nancy Kay was leaving the ring, she snuck up from behind. Bang, bang, Tonya's silver hammer came down upon her knee. Bang, bang, Tonya's silver hammer made sure of victory. is beautiful. I have no idea oh, who that is. I okay. just Google him. Well, he's got his own website, the world's funniest uh, man, movie man. That was all right. Roberto Benini. He's funny. Marty it's... Feldman. He's funny, looking. Right there. Had Josh put it on there already. Did you really? How about Roberto Benini? Well, B-E-G-N-I-N-I. Never Benigni. heard of him, so I was going to wait for your uh, assessment. What? i never seen him, but I, I Googled him. Life is beautiful. And he's got a website that says he's the funniest man ever lived. Even funnier than Rick Riley. Five six seven oh five sixty. Now I enjoy the calls. I'm not shutting the calls off. They're 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 special. Of course. And you know what? And every time every call I take makes me so much glad happier that I'm I'm not there. Oh God, you have no yeah, idea. Thanks for rubbing it in. It reminds me of uh, the day back in the day. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, uh, I got one for uh, tomorrow's poll and one for today's poll. That's the uh, idea. Okay, so mix and match. Right. Uh, since we're so poll intensive for tomorrow's poll, the Super Bowl. By far, it's the most hyped event ever. Okay, I also added Madonna, by the way. Okay, Super Yeah, that's, that's a good one. And then for yeah. today, who you probably don't like is Bill Murray. And then closing... Well, now, why do you say that? Why would you I, I don't like Bill Murray? I don't know. I just say uh, he strikes me as one of the kind of people you might not uh, appreciate. Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just... Because I, 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 you didn't like Caddyshack. <laughs> I, no, wait a minute. I didn't say I didn't like Caddyshack. I just said it was uh, not one of the greatest movies I ever saw. I didn't say oh. I didn't like it. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, I like it without saying, oh, my God, I want to see it a hundred times. Right. It's certainly not one of the greatest movies ever made, but no. it, it, it has merit, though. Yeah. And then, okay. uh, in closing... <laughs> Bill Murray's a good choice. Big Cubs fan. Indeed. And a funny guy. Not as funny as he used to be, but a funny guy. But then again, Jim Carrey's not only not as funny as he used to be, he's just annoying. We wish he'd go away. Good Canadian boy, Jim Carrey. Five, six, seven. Isn't that, oh, and, 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 oh, how could we have left off? Didn't we leave off Leslie Nielsen? How could we do that? How did we do that, speaking of good Canadian boys? That, that is an infomnia. We left him off the first time we did this poll, and just uh, because it wasn't on the, He ain't no Roberto Benini. But then who is? And he ain't no uh, Mr. Bean. I, I can't believe that you're defending that. Do you think he's Listen, funny? you've never seen that series. I have seen the movie. I, I have I seen know. him. I know. So, Oh, Jay and Silent Bob. Well, that, that figures. I said I was going to go up to Moose Jaw. They'd fit in there pretty good, eh? Sure. All you hosers. Jay and Silent Bob. Mm -hmm. Put them on there as a team. Leslie Nielsen, you got it? We got it. Five, and, of course, Airplane was no uh, Blazing Saddles, that's for sure. Well, you know. Oh, you see, I, I keep forgetting. Vanilla, if I would just remind myself of one thing, vanilla ice cream. That, that's all. Mm -hmm. McDonald's, vanilla ice cream. The fact that, uh, you know, this is what where it's at with most American people, that's fine. I hope you have a good time. Hope you and Mel Brooks elope. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, for your poll for today, Dave Chappelle, Mr. B was funnier before he started opening his mouth. And for tomorrow's poll, any presidential election. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> right, Dave Chappelle has movies? Yes, he has been. Okay. Well, at least I'm glad he's doing movies because he sure, sure ain't doing no TV shows. Well, they tried to mess with him, so. I see. He said, Although he did say on Oprah that he wants to do his show again. He yes. was on Oprah? Yes, he Dave was. Dave Chappelle was on Oprah? I read that. Must have paid Is a that like a racial that. thing or what? Must be. Well, they're both black. No. You noticed too? <laughs> Boy, is he observant or what? I'm going to tell you a good thing. A good, damn good thing that you went over there to the water Nazi and signed that goodbye card for Greg Reed. I'll tell you that right now. I might have been booted. There's any chance you get in that big raise. Not that there probably is. Especially now that the Beasley's, uh, their profit is down. Now, I mean, that. stop and think about that article. About how cockeyed that is. In other words, they had $1.6 million revenue from the Dolphins last year, meaning 2004. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we... But, you you know, I don't know what they paid for the rights, but it sure as hell was more than that. Right? Yeah. I mean, they had to pay, like, at least $2.5 million, maybe more than, more than that. And the other guys are paying $4.5 million a year for, like, five years. Woo. If you live to be 4000 you'll never make that money back. I hate to break the news to you, Joel. You're never going to make that money back. It's a lost leader. In fact, their whole station is a lost leader. WQAM, hello. Hey, could you put Jay Leno on your poll? He's hilarious. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and does a lot of movies, too. He did one. Well, that was enough. Don't you dare put that. Are you kidding me? That chicken-jawed piece of turd. The chicken jaw? Yeah, he's got a chicken jaw. QAM, hello. Good one. That's our best call so far. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, Mike Myers for the poll. Mike Myers, another good, good Canadian boy. Gee, the Canadians are killing him, yes. Yeah, listen, it's funny how uh, these people, the White House changes. They were supposed to be Cheney League claims name you know, or authorized the league, and now it's he shot some non story that Maslow's getting the headlines. 
It's just ridiculous. What? That's life, Pally. Well, we'll As they see say in we'll China, Zion America. Okay, good luck to you. You sound pretty depressed. I don't blame him. So let's have some more investigations. Let's have some committees and some more hearings and some more meetings and some more yeah. reports. In fact, we got the whole report coming out on that uh, uh, Hurricane Katrina thing. And, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of committees and a lot of money being spent, a lot of time being wasted. And let's, let, and let's find out what we knew already in the first place, you know, about incompetence and uh, nepotism and uh, cronyism, all these, uh, all of these things. things. Right? Right. See, our government, uh, they're so incompetent that they have to hold hearings to find out things that even an average drunk on a street corner could tell you right off the bat without even thinking about it too much. 26 past 11. Boy, I tell you, what, what, now how did I almost let you talk me into shutting down these great calls? Well, See, that know. Josh, he's always trying to do that. Selfish. That's right. He wants to show according to the world according to George. Who doesn't? And I still don't say, I, I don't think Michelle Williams is that cute. I was pretty disappointed. That's fine. You know, you know one of the interesting things in that movie, uh, one of the props that's really interesting. And I don't know what you would call that thing, that big, like uh, like a playground kind of a thing, that dish that revolves around where they're lying together on a dish with the, uh, the merry-go-round. No, that's not a merry It wasn't that's a merry-go-round. What, what are you talking about, merry-go-round? There's the that's one that's with the horses, called? and then the one in the playground is also called a merry-go-round. Gee, we had a different kind of merry-go-round when I was in elementary school. I had was like, it, um, was it merry? Mary was on it. It goes around in circles, right? The kids and Mary often was on the ground. Yourself. I beg your pardon? You push it yourself, the kids hang on you to it. You push it. Around, around in circles. Yeah, yeah, those are some interesting scenes when he was on there with Michelle Williams, and she started crying, and he finally got there. And then when he was on there with his, of course, next door, his step or his half-brother, and then when he was on there with Mom. Mm-hmm. I still think that, that that's one of the neatest, uh, you know. And remember they were out there throwing crap, throwing rocks through our windows or whatever they right. were doing? It's just... Mm-hmm. That was kind of warm and amusing, because most parents uh, are yeah, inept. Yeah, they are. 20... <laughs> Take it from two guys who know. Although Josh has got uh, great parents. Not together no more, but that's... Especially his mom. Well, I, yeah, you're just saying that because you're hoping, uh, you know, to what? latch on. What do you mean? What's that all about? Yeah, that ain't happening. She's spectacular. Is she really? She's very nice. Oh, She's a really? very nice lady. 27 past, I thought it was kind of uh, also heartwarming in the story that Vern hooked up with Michelle. Wasn't that kind of interesting? Poor Vern, who was on the verge of killing himself. Right. Not that that was a morbid, depressing movie in a lot of parts, where everybody was no. trying to commit suicide. And then they're in the assembly in school. I have a very sad announcement. Uh, you know, that girl that he saw in a the hospital there, she uh, offed herself. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, practice, I guess, makes perfect. Well, you won't, you won't believe this. I almost did the same thing now. That I did the other day. Maybe maybe I just tore up that piece of copy. Skip a spot, I know a, Scott, huh? a spot. Yeah. Stick how is that Scott? possible? One moment, please. Well, I know how it's possible. What is it? I said, how's it going? <laughs> I don't know. Ever since that power happening. outage, I can't get this uh, CD player to queue up a disc now. Uh oh. I was going to play the banjo music. Can't do it. No. Well, we don't need it anyway. With lightning quick speeds, the latest features in security, Comcast high-speed Internet leaves DSL in the dust. And today you can get on board for only $9.95 a month for two months. With an always-on connection speed of 6 megabytes, Comcast high-speed Internet is up to four times faster than DSL 1.5 and up to 100 times faster than dial-up. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, you're just surfing your favorite sites, Comcast reliable, fast connection means you'll be flying through the Internet. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet, you'll get uh, instant access to free features like the Fan, Video Mail, Comcast, Rhapsody Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts, just to name a few. 
Not only that, but you get McAfee security tools included so you can rest assured that your Internet experience will always be safe and secure. So what are you waiting for? Start doing a lot more faster than you ever could before. Sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet today for only nine ninety five a month for two months, and you wonder how you ever got along without it. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST, and in Broward, 954-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Neil Young. Harriet Myers, you're in the Supreme Court Pyramid Winner's Circle. For a spot on the nation's highest court, start the clock. Oh, uh, the Great Wall of China. Uh, Michael Moore. Things you can say from outer space. Right. Uh, Iraq. Uh, uh Ted Kennedy. Those are bombs. Uh, uh, fairy tales. Uh, uh, the New York Times. Things you read. Uh, um, uh, you're a judge. Things that aren't true. Uh-huh. Uh, diapers. Uh, things. Carl Rowe. Things that uh, leak. Yes. Um, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Frosted Flakes. Uh, President Bush. Things that aren't Level 33. By the way, Ariel Sharon is still alive. They, they misinterpreted the uh, Hebrew story, the reports from Jerusalem. Oh, yeah? Didn't you hear the story over the weekend that they removed no. a whole bunch of his intestines? Really? Didn't see that? They tore his kishkis out? Well, no. Actually, what it was is they, they removed 80 pounds of kishki that was stuffed in his pupic. <laughs> And he's still alive. We've been asking all those musical questions on this show. Leave it to me, man. And finally, they discovered he's still alive, but we had to take a whole bunch of his kishkis out. That's sad. Since the Villa Deli closed, he ain't been worth a crap. Who is the funniest man in the history of movies we're asking today? 539 votes. We're not going to get no 1,000 today because we got a late start. You think we'll get a 1,000? Sure, why not? No. Mel Brooks, 87. Peter Sellers, 54. Groucho Marx, 44. Richards, good thing that duck didn't come down when Dick Cheney was around. Richard Pryor, 41. Jim Carrey, 35. Rodney Dangerfield, 35. John Candy, 31. Another good Canadian boy. Mo Howard, 23. John Cleese, 22. John Belushi, 22. Woody Allen, 19. Chevy Chase, 14. Lauren Hardy, 12. Steve Martin, 12. Charlie's Chaplin, 12. W.C. Fields, 11. Gene Wilder, 11. Abbott and Costello, 10. Curly Howard, 9. Jerry Lewis, 8. Hey, lady, come on. You can do better than that, Jerry. Albert Brooks, six. You know, I think that uh, just most people hate Jerry Lewis now so much that even if they thought he was funny, they wouldn't tell you. Right. And maybe he wasn't that funny anyway. Well, I only thought he was funny because I was a little kid. Little kids like that kind lady. of stuff. Yeah, lady. Uh, Bill Murray, four. Dave Chappelle, three. Harold Lloyd, three. The same three. I think all those three people expired since we started the poll. Bert Lahr, three. Bob Hope, three. I'm glad to see he ain't doing well because he wasn't funny no. ever. Not oh. even close uh-uh. to it. Buster Keaton, 22. How Buster about Buster what? Hyman? Jay and Silent Bob, 1. Ro- Rowan Atkinson, is that Mr. Bean? That's him. Has 1. And I'm sure it's a guy to call, because Mr. Bean's about as funny as going duck hunting with Steve uh, Martin Dick Cheney. Day. We were talking about Steve Martin, how he used to be funny, but he's not anymore. Yeah. So people can be funny sometimes and not other times. Well, I never saw when he was funny, Mr. Bean. All right. In fact, well, the whole character is just, oh. Uh, uh. Well, the, he wasn't that character in the uh, series that I'm talking about. Well, I don't care. I'm just telling you what I've seen him of Mr. Bean. Um, well, here's me Spilkies. Eric Idle won. He's only got one? Jesus, God, you people are dull. No wonder you like vanilla ice cream. Graham Chapman won. None for Mike Myers, Leslie Nielsen, Roberto Benini, Roberto, 
Marty Feldman, none. Andy Kaufman, none. Michael Palin, Terry Jones, and Terry Gillum. They don't like Monty Python. Well, they think they like Monty Python. Well, they just don't know who's in it. The, yeah, exactly. And it's oh, there's Mickey Chertoff speaking of funny people. Ooh, they're they're ripping him in ass. Yeah, downtown, they, they figured out that he's incompetent, and downtown Lucky Brown was incompetent, and uh -huh. uh, that's a surprise. That's a bulletin, by the way. And the vice president shot that uh, guy. Maybe he found out the guy voted Democrat. Ridiculous. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yep. Hey, you know, um, this shooting in Texas with the vice president? Yes. I heard it was the Republican version of Chappaquiddick, that this was actually... Yeah, I already said that. Microsoft sends a message to RIM. You're not going to be too happy with Bill Gates now. Of course, you don't have a BlackBerry, so... No, but I've never liked him anyway. We hate Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Microsoft Corp. plans to unveil several devices today as well as offers from cell phone service providers as it aims at the lucrative mobile email market now dominated by Research in Motion's BlackBerry device, according to a published report. That's R-I-M, not to be confused with R-E-M, although some of them might be because they are Canadian. The Wall Street Journal reports today that Microsoft will introduce four devices to be shipped with its new push email function built in. Push it. Microsoft has been able to cheaply and easily offer push email, which has a message show up as soon as it's received. It's a Machaya man. It's great. That has given Research in Motion, uh, which offers push email on the BlackBerry, a competitive advantage. The journal reports that Microsoft's new devices are to be manufactured by cell phone and computer makers and include Hewlett-Packard's new handheld computer called the iPack HW6900. In addition... The paper reports several wireless service providers are launching services to allow customers to take advantage of Microsoft's push email service, including Vodafone Group and Singular Wireless, which Bell South owns jointly with AT&T. The paper said Microsoft hopes to attract customers to its mobile email service by offering a lower price, especially for corporate clients already using Microsoft's Exchange Server 2003 software for managing email accounts. But analysts told the journal that while they expect Microsoft to rapidly gain market share in the mobile email sector, they don't necessarily expect it to catch up with RIM anytime soon. This is, of course, assuming that RIM don't go out of business. Microsoft still has some issues in the functionality they can offer, Ben Wood, an analyst at technology research firm Gartner, told the journal RIM solution is richer in terms of some of the security and management features. Even without the new competitive challenge for Microsoft, RIM has been under the gun as it battles a lawsuit from ESP. Well, we know that. MTP, but it'd be put a whoop about. Don't go out of business, uh, Blackberry. We love you. And don't go near Dick Cheney. He'll blow you out of the water. Yeah, he will. 5670560. We're getting a million great calls today, man. Each one better than the previous one as we try to move it along. Curtis at 2. Mad Dog at 4. Geldy at 7. On a Panther talk. And Eddie K at 10 o'clock tonight. Panthers lost to Buffalo the other night. Into that uh, nice NHL break now for two weeks. Nice going, Gary Bettman, you idiot. You fairy. You simpleton. Moron. There's nothing wrong with our game. Right. WQAM, hello. Bill, what's going on? How you doing, sir? Uh, for your poll, do you have Benny Hill on there yet? Benny Hill. Yep. Mo movies? Movies? Movies or TV. TV? TV show. No, we're not doing TV show. We're doing movies. Did Benny Hill make any movies? Uh, no, no. How about Don Rickles, then? Okay. Oh, okay. Did you catch Secondhand Lions yet? Secondhand what? Secondhand Lions, the movie. No. Oh, I called it to you a couple of weeks ago. Go ahead and watch it, will you? Oh, okay. Don't get pushy now, man. How many can right. I watch? If you watch three at a time, it'll really save some yeah. time. Yeah. I watched three yesterday. Very good. Watch But I'm a Cheerleader, which, of course, is... Yeah, but, it's but hysterical. It, it's just it's hysterical. It's just the fun, right. one of the funniest things you'll ever see. 
Oh, I saw that movie Saved. Remember we were talking about that like a year saved ago when it came out? About yeah. the uh, girls at the Christian school. Well, was it about Wayne Heisinger Jr. when he got saved in it? When he was on his hands and knees exactly. at the Calvary Church? Anyway, not bad. Very cute. Saved in it? Sure. A little bit melodramatic, it but it's about uh, fun and uh, times at a like Pentecostal Christian school. Ooh. Yeah. A lot of hanky-panky, no doubt. And um, Macaulay Culkin is in it and actually did a very good job as the uh, wheelchair boy. Oh, why did you have to tell me that? Just because he doesn't look good anymore doesn't mean that he's, uh, you know... Wait, 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 wait. Doesn't look good anymore? Well, didn't you used to like him? Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, I don't know. I'm leaving right now. I'm I'm walking out. I, I've been insulted in my life sometime before. I'm used to it doing this show. But that that, anyway. that is the worst slap in a fat puss I have ever had in my life. Macaulay Culkin, I'm gonna go sulking. Anyway, it wasn't a bad I'm gonna movie. get Dick Chain to take you out duck hunting. Like that. A better, better shot. duck. Yeah. I guess anybody's a better shot than Now how can you say that? I like well, Macaulay I Culkin. I don't know. Based on the score. Good. Other other God. people did. He's one of yeah, Michael liked him, but Michael likes anybody under the age of twelve. <laughs> anyway, he's a wheelchair boy male. in this movie, and he did a fine job. As the and then he's got a brother who's even more annoying than he is. Tells that kid's name good. Oh, and I'll tell you who got speaking of somebody I used to like, and he's he's around a lot now. I see him in all these different. Uh, well, I'm not watching the movies, but in these previews of movies that are like on IFC, Kevin yeah. Dillon. Right, what about him? Boy, he got hit by that ugly stick. And I don't want to get in that discussion with you again, okay? Because Macaulay Culkin never looked good. As an embryo, he was grotesque. Okay? Okay. Even I looked better at that age than he did. That's saying a lot. I'll mark it down. Please. 19 till noon at QAM. Been telling you about dry concepts for a very long time and their great expertise in making your carpets look just like brand new. I've used them for over 21 years in my homes now, and they're the best in the world. And during this month, I want you to take advantage of their maintenance contract to provide you with a 10% discount on all of Dry Concepts services, including their one-of-a-kind carpet cleaning, leather, drapery, oriental rug cleaning. Dry Concepts also specialize in pet odor treatments, ceramic tile and grout cleaning, mattress cleaning. They say goodbye to those nasty little dust mites and lots more. And during this month, during February, Dry Concepts has got a special offer for you on upholstery cleaning. Don't replace the furniture just because it's soiled. Let Dry Concepts rejuvenate your expensive furniture just a fraction of the cost of replacing or repolstering it. Auto Dry Concepts technicians are specially trained and certified. In other words, they know their crap. And you always get a written guaranteed price up front before they start their fantastic professional job for you. Don't be fooled by the imitators, those schlockmeisters. You made a big investment when you decorated your home, and now it's time to protect that investment. So do the smart thing. Call Dry Concepts today. Toll free in Dave Broward and Palm Beach. Call 1-800-248-5071. Macaulay Culkin, my ass. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or log on to their website, dryconcepts.com. Don't forget February special upholstery cleaning. When you call Dry Concepts, you really can clean today and entertain tonight. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
Yeah, you know, the Brad Pitt thing is a classic example of when we take the poll on the, um, and of course most of the guys don't want to vote on anyway, just like they don't want to talk about Humpback Mountain because it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because they're still juvenile living in the dark ages. They're in denial. Oh, gay cowboy, that's unheard of. Right. Mm -hmm. But the thing with Brad Pitt is, and of course with all the makeup that they got on him now, 40 pounds to cover sure. up the bad zits. Well, all the Hollywood uh, people. He still looks pretty much like he did 20 years ago, right? Right. Now, let me ask you something. What made him very popular was because he was so great looking, not because he looked like Sean Connery or these other people. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Right. And he, once in a while, he can actually act. No, no, forget about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm going back right. to your Macaulay Culkin thing, which I'm still foaming at the mouth about. <laughs> well, you know I was just razzing you, don't you? No, you were not. Okay. No, you weren't. Josh, what did I tell you? He did it on Yeah, right. Well... Okay, wait. Well, yeah, I only ever said Bell. one thing about. Uh, Will you listen to me about Brad him. Pitt? All right. You see, there, there is nothing wrong. He's living proof. In fact, if you were to go to ask, forget about women, but if you were to ask the average schmuck guy, you know, who, uh, even as embarrassing as it is, and I know they, it, it's a threat to your masculinity, who would you consider a good-looking actor? Most of them would say Brad Pitt. Sure. Right. Right. Now, well, that's, that's because that's... he was a pretty boy. There's nothing wrong with being a pretty boy, okay? Nothing There's nothing wrong with being uh, uh, that kind of look, you know. Like, like Rob Lowe, speaking of pretty boy. Rob Lowe, he was real pretty, maybe a little bit too pretty, if you ask me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Male. Fair. But nevertheless, right. But you're right. always busting my balls. About, well, I know uh, what you... Right, what's wrong that. with that? It's just, just like that listen. Sam kid, whatever his name is, on a uh, Supernatural show. Sam. Right. Busting you know, your Sam balls is exactly it. I'm just all in fun. No, it's not. Okay. I've only ever agreed with you that women have crappy taste. Yeah. Sean right? Connery, my or, ass. As far as in the guys go. craggy and ugly right. and looking like uh, and hairy. And maybe, that's, maybe that's why Ron Jeremy is so popular. When those issues come out, sexiest men alive and everything, and you rip yeah. into it, I only ever oh agree with God, you. Oh, my God, you want to barf. And I told puke. you the criteria for women. Of course, women. I really don't care what you right. think, but you stick to the women, okay? Trust me. Yeah, you stick to Michelle Williams, I'll stick to I already to told you what the criteria for women is. If they I'll see their face on a screen, they think that's hot. You know, this really frosted my ass. Article that just came up on the Sun Sentinel website. They won't stop doing this, man. They won't stop doing it. They, you know, there was a thing they had, maybe it was on CNN over the weekend. And they had a woman on there. She, she made a great point, you know, about how people are just getting fatter and fatter and fatter. And, you know, it's, it's a lost cause. All you can do is be more active. But there's, you know, it, it was great. I just liked, liked her attitude. There's all this talk and all this bull crap, and they've got nothing new, and they keep repeating the same garbage over and over again. Oh, there's your buddy Lou Dobbs, that Nazi, who all of a sudden had a, a lucid moment there for about five minutes on Friday. What was that all about? Oh, look at that. Bare-ass bare mountain they just put on there. <laughs> Chocolate lovers, take heart this Valentine's Day. Research still shows that your favorite treat may be good for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good, because that's all I'm eating lately. Dark chocolate at least appears to have beneficially high levels of flavonoids. As if this is... No, no, seriously, I've been hearing this for like five years now. Are those the particles that flavor comes from? Natural antioxidants that protect the arteries and reduce the risk of heart disease by lowering blood pressure and cholesterol. I'm going to go out and get five pounds of dark chocolate this afternoon. I happen to like dark chocolate. With extra flavonoids. Yeah. Generally, the darker the chocolate, the higher its flavonoid content. Man. I'm going to get that... Uh, Sydney Poitier brand. Oh, just to skip all that and chew coca leaves like the... Uh, the red wine you share with your sweetheart at dinner is flavonoid blessed, too, along with certain teas and some fruits and vegetables. Researchers have yet to pinpoint a specific dose of chocolate that will benefit your health and minimize weight gain. Although there's no harm in an occasional splurge, experts urge common sense. I guess moderation is the key, said Eric Ding, 
an epidemiologist Sorry? and nutrition uh, epic ding at Harvard, who over the past year has learned more about chocolate's benefits than just about anyone. I wonder how many payrolls he's on, huh? I wonder if the Nestle's and Hershey people got him on the payroll. You think? Yes. No question. Absolutely. All these, especially at Harvard. Remember that Dr. Frederick Stair at Harvard that was always the big proponent of sugar and no. lied through his teeth and sugar is good for you and it won't give you cavities and it won't make you... Yeah. Then we find out he's on the payroll of the damn uh, outdoor sugar Nazis. Or even worse than the water Nazi, if that's possible. She's still in the building, by the way. Sorry, I was listening to the TV. I think the beast ought to schlep her ass out of there, drag her out in the parking lot and just uh, beat her silly. I, I would come back to watch that. God. God, halfway mile. One, one of the most unpleasant creatures. I'm not going to say people because people would be an insult to the human race. So it's nice to see that nothing has changed. Remember what I told you? Sorry, the liars will continue to lie, and the game players will continue to play games, and the unpleasant, hostile, nasty, antisocial people will continue to be hostile, nasty, and antisocial. Remember antisocial? Yeah. And, of course, this article says absolutely nothing about diabetes or about your blood sugar or about how chocolate sends it zooming up there to dangerous levels, and that's one of the reasons that we got all these diabetics running around now, even at the age of, like, 14 and 15, type 2 diabetes, which usually you don't get to the, like, 40 or 50. But no. Oh, dark chocolate is really good for it. Just another excuse to when in doubt, go pig out. I got some great chocolate chip cookies, by the way. Do you? I ordinarily don't buy stuff like that. But I'm developing a thing now where if I have, I just convince myself, it's probably rationalization, mm -hmm. that if I just have stuff like that sitting around in the kitchen, I won't go out and buy ice cream and, you know, just go nuts. How's it working? Oh, I've only done it one day. I see. Worked fine. I only had four cookies. Five, six, <laughs> oh, five, six, well, it's Valentine's tomorrow, you know what? That's right. Give yourself a Got to treat yourself some nice dark chocolate, man, some of that. And then, of course, if you get that real, real, uh, like, 90% cocoa, whatever they call it, that stuff tastes like crap anyway. Nobody's going to eat oh, that. Oh, I know. Do you ever try that? Yeah. Oh, bad. man, that Bitter. stuff is nasty. They had some bitch on the Food Channel yesterday. She was making, like, chocolate truffles and tiramisu. I, I, just, I thought I was going to go in a coma just watching the TV. Oh, brother. And then they got that chocolate guy, that the Death by Chocolate. Have you ever seen that show with his ganache? He keeps making yeah. his ganache. We just keep melting the chocolate and smearing it around and just sticking your head in the bowl and just sucking it up. Maniac. 605 votes. I think we got an outside shot at 1,000 today. Outside. You think? You can do it. Let's give it a shot. If Josh puts the pedal to the metal and goes in the, goes in the back and tells the water Nazi to F off, you can do it! I'd love to see that. I'd love to see you go back there and just slap her in the side of the head. Quit, quit trying to butcher everybody around you, bitch. Funniest man in the history of movies. Mel Brooks, 95. Peter Sellers, 57. Groucho Marx, 51. Richard Pryor, 43. How's he doing? Rodney Dangerfield, 43. Jim Carrey, 38. John Candy, 33. How's he doing? Well, a lot of dead people on here, you know what? Oh, yeah. In fact, so far, the first, um... <laughs> the first seven... You got one, two, three, four, uh, five dead people out of seven. Wow. Maybe it's not so good to be so funny. John Cleese, 24. Uh, John Belushi, 24. Mo Howard, 23. Woody Allen, 20. Not even slightly amusing. Chevy Chase, 17. Steve Martin, 14. Charlie Chaplin, 13. Gene Wilder, 13. W.C. Fields, 12. Lauren Hardy, a dozen Evan Costello, 12. Curly Howard, 11. Bill Murray, 9. Jerry Lewis, 8. Albert Brooks, 6. Dave Chappelle, 5. Leslie Nielsen, 4. Bob Hope, 4. Harold Lloyd, 3. Same three old geezers. Burt Lahr, 3. Mike Myers, only 2. Come on, man. Buster Keaton, 2. Jay and Silent Bob, 1. Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, has 1. 
Eric Idle won. Only one for Eric Idle? Graham Chapman won. Roberto Benigni has got none. Marty Feldman, none. Andy Kaufman, none. And deservedly so. Michael Palin, Terry Jones, and Terry Gilliam out of 611 got oh. so far. Probably we should have done Monty Python. Shouldn't Probably. We? Do over. We didn't. No, we didn't, and we're not going to change it. Why the hell should we change it? I think what I'm going to do during the break, I'm going to go out and get that bag of homemade, fresh um, chocolate chip cookies. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to sit it here, and I'm going to look at it the rest of the show. <laughs> not, huh? All right. Wouldn't that be a good test of willpower? Uh, are we taking bets on no, that? No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on, on the one side of the board. I'm going to put the bag of chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and on the other side, I'm going to put a picture of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> this is Neil Rogers. This is Mo today. And this portion of the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour is brought to you by the letter 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 slices of pizza. All for me! Had a lot of crust, you know. Most of it around his rectum. Twelve oh two at five sixty WQM. Curtis at two. Mad Dog at four. Geldy at seven. <laughs> and then Eddie K at ten. Here's the facts from Sean. He's got a very good poll there. I like that poll, don't you? Yes, I do. But I don't understand the first sentence. Let me. He uh... says Wayne Gretzky's wife once was in a movie that required her character to cash a winning bet at the track. They had to use a stuntman. Is that a do joke? We, do either of you understand that? No. I know what he's trying to make a joke out of, but what I, is that? I don't get it. That she bets, she bets a lot. Okay. She stick bets with a the lot, polls, see? okay, Sean? Leave the comedy to us and uh, stick with the polls. Very excellent polls. I have some choices for his poll, too. Yeah. Well, again, that we don't want to be doing like five at the same time. That's not what you told me before the show. Fire sale fall. Oh, so anyway, I got my bag here. <laughs> Can you smell it? Mmm, man. The, I really the smell the, smell of the chocolate yeah. chips is overpowering. And the chocolate in there, these are like dark chocolate chips. Ooh. So they must be really good for you. These are made by A&P Canada in Toronto. Homestyle gourmet cookies. In other words, these aren't just the pedestrian kind. These are like the real fancy schmancy kind. Chocolate pecan gourmet cookies with nuts. Mmm. What kind of you know, nuts? Just, 
I beg your pardon? What kind of nuts? Pecans. Ooh. That's why it's called chocolate pecan gourmet cookies with nuts. Mmm. I, I just opened it up. Take a whiff. I'm not eating it yet. Do you hear the back? Mm-hmm. Made by the A&P. You ever go to the A&P? Five, six, seven. Oh, let's see. Fire sale in Marlins. I should have talked about this with a humper. Didn't do it. Compared to last year's Marlins Fan Fest, about half as many individual game tickets were sold during this year's event after an off-season in which during the team was dismantled. See, when they, when they have the fire sale, doesn't work too well, guys. Hate to break the news to you. People don't want to spend major league prices for little league ball games, okay, Josh? The Marlins felt the predictable impact of their off-season dismantling Saturday, selling far fewer tickets than they did a year ago at their annual Fan Fest. On the first day, individual game tickets were put on sale. The Marlins say they sold more than 13,000 tickets compared with 25,000 at last year's Fan Fest. And last year, it says the Marlins are expecting a season ticket sales drop from 10,000 last year to about 5,000 this year in half. How do you like that? I don't. Josh? Well, as expected. I don't apologize one bit for this product, David Sampson said. The run you've had as a season ticket holder is unparalleled. There are fans all over the country that would trade places with you. After the town hall meeting, he said, the three people who were combative did get attention and did get the attention in this Jerry Springer world. When I'm walking down the street or in meetings, I don't run into people like that. Those are really cartoon characters, he said. Miami police officer Michael Stein and Sunny Isles businessman Tom Ward were the first two to arrive for tickets separately shortly before 7 a.m. Both left disappointed. Stein wanted club seats for the April 11th home opener against San Diego, but said he was told they were not available. Ward bought $500 in tickets, but didn't get what he wanted. Tickets to opening day and June 30th to July 2nd Red Sox series. Those seats were available. Ward said they were far from ideal. In other words, like, you know, way up in the corners behind a pole somewhere, right by the tea room, stuff like that. Oh, video appeared to show British troops beating Iraqi boys. They've shown these videos like 7,000 times. They appear to show it. Well, it was an optical illusion, you know, from the other angle. British Army in Iraq to a new low. To a new low. Army investigators are seeking to identify the soldiers seen savagely beating and booting Iraqi civilians in a disturbing video filmed in the south of the country. Can't imagine why they hate us, can you? No, it must be our cuisine. They hate us for our cuisine, that's it. Just pathetic. But anyway, like I said, there'll be more hearings and more investigations, and the British are uh, even more than usually uh, tight-lipped and uh, uh, indignant. And uh, we're going to look into this, and this I'll call you uh, same old crap, constipated garbage. Constipated Brits, give me the Schmitz. I think maybe like uh, Emil Hirsch said in the movie, when he went to the store, get, get, bring a uh, fleet enema back for all the Brits. <laughs> Chocolate bar and a fleet enema. That was kind of interesting uh, shopping yeah, list. it was. And then, of course, you wanted to go out and get the good stuff, too. Five six seven oh five. <laughs> she was great. Oh, I feel so sorry. Gordy Weaver, I just love her. And pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. We got fifteen different polls going, and we still can't buy a call. Just pathetic. WQAM, hello. QAM. Uh, yes, Neil. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I was wondering now that uh, Mr. Dave has been run out of town. What do you plan on uh, using for your show and uh, to help uh, your to help what? To help you, sir. Fine. Is you got a bad phone or what? Uh, no, I don't have a bad phone. Oh, to help, why your word keeps cutting out. What's the way to help my ratings? Yeah, no. What are you going to do to help 
maintain some ratings on your show now that you've run well, you know, the answer David that is, out of the answer this area. Is, if sure. you want an answer to the question, I haven't moved anybody out of the area. He moved himself out of the area with a 1-1 share. But uh, long before he came to the market, this show was number one. And long after he's gone, it'll be number one. Does that answer your question, sir? My well, I'll, I'll, tell you one, oh, I'll tell you one thing. Just because my phone wasn't working right, uh, what's your excuse? It sounds like your polygrip is slipping, sir. Yeah, my teeth are on in a glass right now. What in the heck's maybe going I can, on? Maybe I, can, maybe I can rinse them off in your bag. How's that? I'll tell you what. Yeah, don't tell me what. Get lost, schmuck. Hey, he told you what several times. Yeah, tell me what. On and on, of I guess he's auditioning for two to four now that we've gotten rid of Mo. Five, six, seven, oh, five, six. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, just put my teeth back in so I can chew on these cookies. Okay, make sure you have plenty of that fixing it. Yeah. Okay, I've got two questions for you, if you don't mind. Uh, first of all, does anybody the answer to have... both of them is no. Go ahead. Does any does anybody over there have any information as to when Wayne Arnold's is going to reopen? Supposedly in January, but now it's the middle of February, so I guess he'll get around to it. I'm sure Wayne will call us. We'll be the first ones to know. Okay, because I'm dying for one of those Castle Burgers. And the next question is, when basically do you think they're going to actually? Have the slot machines in these June. tools? June. Is that a definite or it's still? Well, that's, that's the that's the guesstimate. That's you know that's the best guess. Okay. June. And so right. in the middle of February, it's not that far away. In fact, that's when I go into my summer schedule. I might just have to show up there some weekend. Because I'm looking forward to you know getting some castle burgers and then going to punch my brains out. Now you're talking. Sounds like a wiener to me. All right. Have a great day. You too. Five, six, seven, a few sliders, man. And then he can go there and play Wheel of Torture. He can play that, uh, black, that wild cherry game. I sat down the other day at a game. I have no idea what the hell it was all about. With the jacks, kings, and queens, you know, just Q, J, and then wild. I would like, and the biggest jackpot is ten grand. And I put in a hundred bucks and I hit the button a few times. And then came queen, wild, queen. Three queens. I've seen, you know, several queens before, but. And I looked on the thing, it said 600 bucks, and all of a sudden, the uh, bang, 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 and the thing goes, uh, like that. How about that? Isn't that exciting? Well, no, I didn't just I mention didn't that in passing, that you're probably better off playing stuff that you have no idea how it works. It's like these schmucks that come to beginner's luck, man. Mm-hmm. Beginner's luck. Fit for a schmuck. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> it was good. WQAM, hello. Neil, hi. Yes, ma'am. Do you ever watch Democracy Now? No, never heard of it. Okay, really? You should go to their website because they not only played the video, but they played the audio that went with it. You mean the it British Obedient? Yeah, they yeah. did it on CNN this morning, too. They played oh, the audio. my God. Yeah. Can you believe that? Oh. Yes, of course I can believe it. Yeah. That's just insane. Yeah. People are animals. Yes, now you're finally catching on. Yeah, but maybe we can all catch on on how to fix it. I doubt that. On how to fix it? Yeah. How do we do that? How do we civilize um, the, well, the, the subhuman race? Compassion. Let's start with uh-huh. compassion for our fellow people. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe, you know. But they don't. And so what should we do? Just let people kill each other? Well, I mean, what do you want me to do on a radio show? I'm going to say, I'm going to say or come up with some brilliant idea that's going to stop people from killing each other. No, what, it's what is not your solution? Lay it on me. Let, let's hear it. It's responsibility as a country of America. Yeah. To for people who really feel this way. You mean like the 2,500 soldiers that we've made human sacrifices out of over there? 
And now we have the news stories about Guan about Gitmo and the people that were like uh, torturing there and forcing food down their throat and they Chew. stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely. I heard about that, but I bet yeah. you didn't hear about the different people I, I think, you know, I, that went to Gitmo you're, and. You're, and your naive idealism is very admirable, but I'm afraid that you're living in la-la land, okay? Uh, wake up and sniff the coffee, okay? Wow. That, I, I don't know which call I like better, the, the Moa liquor or this lady. Well, let's uh, tape them up. Now, well, you know, look, you're always talking about a bunch of crap. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do to stop people from killing each other? I'm going to eat some of this chili I got from Howie's. Well, if you do that, I might open up these cookies and take another whiff. Oh, God. I mean, uh, you know, and all that naive idealism is just fabulous. You know, I mean, what, what rational, thinking, feeling human being wouldn't agree with that? But the idea that right. somehow on some stupid-ass talk show with an average caller is like an IQ of minus 55, we're going to come up with some solution for that? Or anybody, anybody's going to come up with a solution? You know, we got got people writing about cartoons. Oh, we're offended. They had a couple of uh, ragheads on over the weekend there on these panel shows. Uh, one Egyptian guy and one Palestinian guy, and it was insensitive. Well, insensitive, my ass, okay? How about all the cartoons about the Jews with the big noses and about drinking the uh, Islamic blood at the Passover Seder? This crap's been going on for years, and nobody killed anybody about it. How about the uh, ugly cartoons about the Pope and all the other crap? Nobody's killing people about it. But rationalize and justify. Well, you know, all these people living in poverty. Well, you know something? Take a look at their own oppressive leaders, and then you find out why they're living in poverty, like the freaking Palestinians, okay? Take a look at the people that they've been propping up for years, including that, yes, sir, I'm a dead fart. All over the world, man. Rise up and revolt against your own people and quit blaming us for all your problems. And by the way, let us have your oil, please. 1213. Yeah, where's your solution? Where's Josh coming up? What do you want, a big raise? Come on, let's solve these problems now. Let, let's stop being just a goofball entertainment show. Let's start solving the problems of the world and make this lady happy. I'll get on it. All this insensitivity and brutalization and people mm -hmm. killing each other. My God, what will it be next? Huh? Next we'll be dropping big bombs on Iran. Oh, that's right. I got that story in my pile, too. I got a very big pile. I got Marine Dodds column, Smoking Dutch Cleanser. <laughs> I'm going to do that after the break, I think. I'm, I'm not, you know, enough of these calls for a while. Give the phone a rest. Pat, it on, pat the phone. area. I'm patting it. I don't even have a phone. I'll, I'll pat the keyboard uh, gently. Neil. <laughs> I didn't pat it gently enough. Sorry, no time. Get out of here. Can you believe I did that? That's cute. I just patted the keyboard and it's a guy popped up, just like uh, out of nowhere. 1214 at 560 WQA and Valentine's Day is tomorrow, but don't panic, guys. I got three words for you. Vermont Teddy Bear. Call one of their bear counselors right now at 1-800-829-BEAR, and they'll help you choose the perfect bear for your wife or girlfriend, and make sure it gets delivered tomorrow with free gourmet chocolate and a gift card in their famous box. Ask about the Love Bandit Bear, the Loverboard Bear with Tattoo, the Mad About You Bear, or the new Red Hot Redneck. For about the price of a dozen roses, you'll be giving her something special she'll love forever. Vermont Teddy Bears are the only bears handmade in America and guaranteed for life. And best of all, she'll think about you every time she squeezes it and hugs her bear, too. Make this the best Valentine's Day ever with a gift you love. And always remember, call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com today. Send the creative alternative to flowers. Overnight delivery is still absolutely guaranteed. Absolutely. See, he's still around. Call 1-800-829-BEAR and be sure and tell that Neil told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR. Do it now. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. Let's abuse some more prisoners. 
make them scream nice and loud. Oh! Get me some wires and a battery pack. I don't care if they ain't from my rack. Should be used, used you to the torture. Cause we're just playing their game. In the past, it had to be worse with Saddam Hussein. Oh! Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cards, our little flags wave. At that Saudi-loving, retired voice of bombers the wrong way. And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow moves like sheep The United States of arrogance Led by Bush and his family Green, they got this country Ambling towards the darkest days in our history I don't want to be a Pax American USA What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American, where we patriotically wave a flag in one hand, with our head in the sand, and blindly follow the powers that be apathetic. Watching state front news on a 65-inch screen. Scratch your five, everything's okay. England, USA. Praise Jesus. Funny past noon at QM. Somebody says Carl Reiner for the pool, the uh, funniest movie guy. Uh, yeah, he was very funny on television. And he did a few movie things in which he was primarily a really funny man. We'll put him on there so they can vote for him, okay? I mean, if nothing else, at least he was Rob Reiner's daddy. Right. And was also, you know, the early days of TV, Sid, uh, uh, Steve Allen show. A lot mm -hmm. of good stuff. Carl Reiner. And uh, Carol Burnett, but we won't hold that against him. <clears throat> Maureen Dowd writes, but let me put my teeth back in. And you'll be proud of me. I haven't eaten a cookie yet. Really? Very good. No, well, if I did eat one, and my blood sugar goes skyrocketing like the day I ate that stupid milk or candy bar from John Jerris, who still owes an apology. What an idiot. Seriously, man. Well, uh, well. He apologized. Like like somebody sending me cough drops in the mail, you know? Yeah, that'd be stupid. Jesus, God, that was stupid. Didn't work too good either. No, it didn't. Um, boy, these sure smell good. Let me let me just hold one, okay? Mmm. And these are loaded with chips, you know. These these aren't your pedestrian. The real these are like, kind of like uh, medium hard. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, otherwise, I'm opposed to the ones that are like too soft and mushy, which nobody wants those, or the ones that are like bricks. These are just the right consistency. Mm. Anyway, no, I, I can get off just smelling them through the rest of the show. Then at 2 o'clock, 
all holds are uh, all all bars are whatever. I don't know if we're gonna get there. We got six hundred and uh, what? Seven hundred and some. Seven oh two. In order to get to like a thousand by two, and if we don't get to a thousand, you're gonna have a very unpleasant lunch with Joe Bell. Today's a big day. George has lunch with the boss, the new guy. Where are you going to be eating? I don't know. I don't know if we are going to be eating or sitting in an office or uh, what? what. I'm going to leave it up to him. I thought you were having lunch with Joe today. Well, we can go across. Oh, the just sitting the in the orifice, man. Is uh, you got to get out of the building? I mean, there Jesus there Christ! A whole all lot the great gourmet restaurants you got right there within about a two-mile radius of that radio station. Right. Like that diner. You can okay. always waddle across the street to Chuck's Subcenter there on the corner of 441 and Ives Dairy Road. We could go to Taco Bell in honor of Joe Bell. You could go to Taco Schmaco. You could go up the street to uh, Tony's. How's that sound? I don't even know if they have a sit-down place in there. They don't? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, Tony's. Tony's. Get out of here, Tony's. I was thinking about Howie's. I'm sorry. Howie's my ass. I don't Pretty know. big, huh? Big and fat and round. They do also. Howie's does? Yes, they do. Yeah, leave it to Josh. He knows all the hot spots, man. That's right. I know where it's Tell me you want to go up to uh, Tony's there, and Tony will take good care of you guys. Then you don't have to worry about who's picking up the check, because that would be embarrassing. Maybe they should go to that uh, steakhouse, Houston's. That's right. And order some chicken fingers. Marine Dowd writes, Smoking Dutch Cleanser. Vice President Dick Cheney bitterly complains that national security leaks are endangering America. Unless, of course, he's doing the leaking, tapping Scooter Libby to reveal national security information to punish a political critic. President Bush says he won't talk about specific security threats to America, unless, of course, he needs to talk about a specific threat to Los Angeles to confuse the public and gain some cheap political advantage. The White House says it's done everything possible to protect the homeland, unless, of course, it hasn't. Then it can lie to hide the callous portrait of incurious George and Crawford as New Orleans drowned. The Attorney General can claim that torture and warrantless wiretapping are legal and can mislead Congress. Unless, of course, enough Republicans stand up and say, as Arlen Specter told the Washington Post, that if that lick-spittle lawyer thinks that all this is legal, he's smoking Dutch cleanser. The President doesn't know the Indian taker, Jack Abramoff, unless, of course, W's met with him a dozen times, invited him to Crawford, and joked with him about his kids. The Bushies can continue to claim that the invasion of Iraq was justified because Saddam was a threat to our security, unless, of course, he wasn't, and the Cheney cabal was simply abusing the trust of Americans to push a wild-eyed political scheme. At the White House, the mere evocation of the word terror justifies breaking any law, contravening any convention, despoiling any ideal, electing any Republican, brushing off any failure to govern. Asked yesterday by Senator Susan Collins why the administration has reacted in slow-mo on Katrina with people dying, people waiting to be rescued, Michael Brown replied that if FEMA had declared that a terrorist had blown up the 17th Street Canal levee, that everybody would have jumped all over that and been trying to do everything they could. Instead of just going after the 9-11 fiends, as W. promised in his, with his bullhorn, the President and Vice President Strangelove have cynically played the terror card to accrue power and sidestep blame. They've twisted our values, mismanaged crises, fueled fundamentalist successes and violence around the world, and magnified a clash of civilizations. It used to take an Israeli incursion to inflame the Arab world. Now all it takes is a cartoon in Denmark. W and Vice have wasted hundreds of billions of dollars turning Iraq into a terrorist training ground, leaving the 9-11 villains at large, and letting cronies and losers botch the job of homeland security. Brownie, one of the biggest boneheads in U.S. history, considered the Homeland Security Chief Mickey Chertoff so useless that he deliberately didn't call him right away about the suffering in New Orleans. The culture was such that I didn't think that it would have been effective and would have exacerbated the problem, quite frankly, Brownie told Republican Senator Bob Bennett, who called the statement staggering. A telephone call to his boss, Brownie said, would have wasted my time. 
the doofus who frittered away live uh, uh, email, co uh, what does that say? Frittered away lives, emailing colleagues about being a fashion god and wondering how he looked on television may have just engaged in self-protective spin. Or has the Homeland Security Department simply created another set of paralyzing turf battles? The most dysfunctional man in government is calling the, the uh, government dysfunctional. W. Sophomoric Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job line, makes it even Brownie cringe. Unfortunately, the former FEMA chief complained, he called me Brownie at the wrong time. Thanks a lot, sir. In the new foreign affairs, Paul Pillar, who is a senior CIA official overseeing Middle East intelligence assessments until October, says the obvious conclusion that should have been drawn from the intelligence on Iraq was that the war was unnecessary. He says the White House went to war without requesting and evidently without being influenced by any strategic level intelligence assessments on any aspect of Iraq. He calls the relationship between the intelligence community and the policymakers, you guessed it, politicized, damaged by bureaucratic rivalries, and dysfunctional. A final absurd junction of dysfunction was reached on Wednesday when Republican Party leaders awarded Tom DeLay with a seat on the Appropriations Subcommittee overseeing the Justice Department, which is investigating Jack Abramoff, including his connections to Tom DeLay. Perfect. Nice. Go on, Maureen. You go, honey. At least one thing I'll say when we put our articles on our website, they read them. Isn't that something? Good. Even if, even if it's not about Howard Stern. <clears throat> or the Rolling Stones or stuff like that. Or uh, Jennifer Aniston. 27, oh, there's Leonard Dimbo in that spot, that arthritis thing, then. Fortunately, just two of you have the strength to stop arthritis pain all day. All these truckies are out there, and he does that thing with a hand with a finger. Uh, pretty impressive, okay? He took he popped a couple of a leave, and he can uh, spread his fingers. I feel better now. And Bill Shatner said his legs, too. 27 past noon at QAM. Oh, you know something? I thought for a second I was going to do the wrong spot. Don't do that. Wouldn't that be bad? Medium bad. Don't forget, when you have your big lunch today up at uh, Tony's, I want you to get up on the table and start jumping and screaming and hyperventilating. Act like a, like a, yeah, like a, like a Mexican jumping bean in heat. Ah! Oh, guess what other movie I saw again over the weekend? Right from the beginning. Speaking I of, I want my cigarettes, Nurse oh, Ratchet. Oh, Nest. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. How do you like that? I like it a lot. And then, then there's another one. The guy was right on that pull a few days ago. You could watch that over mm -hmm. and over sure. and over again. Every scene has uh, got something in it. Right. It's an effing home run. <laughs> when he's calling the World Series, man, and they're all like their eyes. That one, the big guy with the eyes bulging out of his head that looks like Herman Munster. Right. That's uh, uh, He's dead now. He David just died. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Hey, David's a bitch. Kidney stones. The painful frontier. These are the voyages of a very small asteroid passing through my little captain. It's five-day mission to explore strange new worlds of agony. To seek out new ways to make my life a living hell. To boldly go where only Dr. McCoy's catheter has gone before. Oh, God. This has got a long uh, tail on it and doesn't do anything. It ain't going anywhere. Oh. Yeah. Read, read the weather tag. You fair. You fair. Good, good, good. Good, 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 good. Rock solid. 
all of these things. Can you explain that to me? What is that all about? Huh? Not I, mean, I thought it was worthwhile the first 45 seconds, and then the tail goes on for like another minute. What was that about besides killing some good time? That's it. Oh, and there's David Gregory getting really incensed now about how come they didn't contact the White House press corps about Cheney shooting this, uh, this uh, bird dog guy. And uh, Scott McClellan's just lying through his teeth, like always. They were, they were like, trying to analyze, you know, as long as they possibly could. Like I said earlier, and then the guy who, uh, you know, parroted me, uh, Chap, Chappaquiddick. Man, I haven't eaten these cookies yet. Don't do it. Mm. Huh? Don't do it. That's okay. How about if I, like, remember how Connie ate the cannoli in Godfather 3? Yeah, like, like licking it. She all. just, like, yeah. gummed the end of it. They're like, mm. Mm. I'm doing that to the end of one of my cookies. Mm. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. Let's get these phones smoking. Let's get that pole going, man. You people are as lethargic as a uh, dead dog, man. I think both my dead dogs are more energetic than you are, and they're like in uh, an urn somewhere. 722 votes. We're not going to make a 1,000 at this rate. I'll tell you that right now. If we don't get to like about 830, 800 and... About 30, man. The top you haven't got a Chinaman chance in hell. I don't see that happening. Do you? No, I got not. What? I reckon not. Well, that's like only two a, two a minute. You can't do two votes a minute. We sure did better than that on that damn uh, t- sports talk show host poll. Didn't we? I think so. I think we're doing like two or three a second there. And by the way, Greg Kotex, it didn't turn all weird and strange. We just kicked your ass. You're, you're expecting a lopsided turnout, and that's what you got, just not the way you wanted, okay? Loser. Pathetic. It's the guy that's on the payroll across the street, and he pretends to be objective. Very amusing, man. Only the dumbest of the dumb would buy into it. Even Eddie saw through it. Ba-bloop, ba-bloop, ba-bloop. You know, stop and think about that. I'd rather not. There is, no, listen to me. Stop and think about what we do. This is the life we have chosen, okay? Right. There is a man whose name you constantly keep putting on a year, Steve, what is it? McGowan. McGowan. At what company? Bexell. Bexell, where actually the, the, his superiors have been called years ago about yeah. the fact that this is a man who spends most of his day uh, cranking the show. Ba-bloop, ba-bloop, you know. And he doesn't care. Uh-uh, neither do He they. doesn't care. He can't stop. Right. It's like the uh, Chamba guy that called again the right. other day on and, Friday. And Highboy's neighbor. Never gets on the air. He's never going to get on the air again. It's faxing. This, this is their life. I have no it, life. It's sir. just it's mind-blowing, man. And that lady that called before, all her good intentions. You think we're going to change the human race? WQAM, hello. Hi. Just wanted to explain that um, kidney stone bit was from William Shatner. He didn't know why he was playing that. No, I understand, I understand that. I was just asking about all the music at the end. It goes on for half, half an hour. Right, but he sold his kidney stone on uh, eBay or something, and that casino picked it up, the same one that bought the um, grilled cheese sandwich right. for like 25000 Right. So that was, I guess, the whole point of that. But it could have been a hell of a lot funnier, I agree. Yeah, Tell me. If they didn't yeah. play the music, I, 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 had, I was right with it up until the music went on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was this poll about? I'll give you a vote. What's the poll today? Yeah. The funniest man in the history of uh, movies. In mo- Mel Brooks, to me. Well, he's leading so far. How about tomorrow's uh, poll? The biggest hype of all time. Hype? Yeah. Oh, Tom Cruise bullshit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Tom Cruise. Okay. I wonder what she meant by that. You fair. Oh, pretty funny. Yeah. Dick Cheney injures bird hunter accidentally. Yeah, initially by Andy Card. 
that point, what was he informed? Was he informed that the vice president had accidentally shot somebody? You see, this is what they're worried about. We got 2,500 dead Americans in Iraq. We got thousands and thousands of dead people who are the ones we're supposed to be liberating. And they're worried about the vice president got some buckshot uh, in some old geezer there that's duck hunting there with him in Texas. That's what they're, the White House press corps is all whipped up to a frenzy about, you know? Sure As bird shot. Right. Oh, the bird shot? I told you they were dangerous. As opposed to buckshot. That would have killed five, them. 560 In fact, isn't that where we're all supposed to get is a bird shot so we don't get that damn avion flu? That's right. Shoot it get right a bird shot. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Three ladies Sorry, today. Oh, oh, wow, that's shocking. Can I speak to Jorge? <laughs> I'll, I'll listen. I'll observe. Hi, Jorge. I decided to get out of Broward County for the day and come down to beautiful South Dade, and I was thinking about stopping at Mouseberry Farms. Oh, you, you won't regret it. Or do they have good milkshakes there? Is that what they're famous yeah. for? I'm yeah. just sniffing my Strawberry. cookies while you guys are and, talking. Uh, and have a Cinnabon while you're mm. there, too. Cinnabon. Oh, Cinnabon. Okay. I sure love Cinnabon. Yeah, sticky, mm. icky. Can't eat that. As soon as I'm done in Monkey Jungle, I'm going to run right down the road and get one of them. Okay. All right, yeah, definitely do it first. Say Monkey hi to OJ. Way. Bye. Bye. <laughs> It's about? good they don't have a place like that near you. The uh, the German Baptists run that place, and it's the best stuff in the world all natural. Really? I'm a dancing monkey. Yeah, we know. Five six seven oh five sixty. Stop with the food talk, okay? And stop talking to these uh, broads off like, like I'm not here, you know. Hey, you're the one that uh, you know opened that up for that. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes. Four. I want. I know another lady. I watched. Um... I didn't say that. He said it. Oh, well, whatever. Just because you don't want to talk to him. Right. Anyway, I watched that. I tried watching Imaginary okay. Heroes, but the thing kept shutting off the video on demand thing. So I couldn't see the end. But the guy that he's talking about, the Emil Hirsch guy, right. he's in another movie called um, At Home at the End of the World or something. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a gay movie. But anyway, it's, he's in the <laughs> yeah. beginning. Every movie know, he's in is kind of like a gay yeah. movie. Yeah. He, only lasts, he only lasts like 15 minutes, and then he's... Oh, but is that the same wow. guy, the, is that the neighbor kid in that Imaginary Hero movie? That's the guy you're talking about, right? The kid's neighbor, the, do, the son? No. No, then the kid's... Emil Hirsch plays the son, the one that the, the, the brother of the one that commits suicide, the one who's the um, Ill- the uh, bastard son. Oh, he's the younger brother. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought it was the neighbor that you were no, talking about. No, not the neighbor. I think he's, not the neighbor. I think he's cute. Well, I'm glad you do, because I think he's real me. Have a great day. Maybe a young lady. I doubt it. 5670560. Oh, he's no Macaulay Culkin, I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm still sulking since you uh, hooked me up with Macaulay Culkin. I've only ever ripped Macaulay Culkin. Jesus, God. He's razzing you. When, when did the ship land? The point Man. is, uh, what is as, the it point? Turns, as it turns out, he's not a bad actor, and he was... Quite he is good. Look, Listen. I can't watch him, okay? I get, right. I get spilky. I get up. sick to my stomach. He was in the wheelchair, and he was... Oh, good. I like that movie. part. Uh-huh. Was that before or after Michael job. Jackson molested him? I think after, obviously. Oh. How are we doing on that poll? Are we going to make that thousand a day? Boy, I'll tell you, through last Wednesday, this show was on a an incredible... I, I can't even begin to describe it. We were, like, breaking all of our records on the uh, Internet there. We were, like... Uh, went up about 70,000 points on the, you know, that thing where they show you the uh, comparison of the websites mm-hmm. on Alexa and the other one. And all of a sudden, man, Thursday, Friday, through the weekend of the day, it's like, uh, holy, like everybody uh, in South Florida like collapsed, you know? Just when you think you've finally reached the pinnacle and then that's it. 742. We haven't got a Chinaman's chance of making that 1,000 a day. We need 258. 
Let's figure this out. 2.58, and we got 80 minutes. That's like three a minute. You think this uh, lame-ass crowd can do that? I don't know. Maybe if we get yeah, out. There was a bad idea you had of pushing us to get that 1,000 votes today. Because I didn't start this soon enough. How about start talking about Huh? Let's do 2,000. Yeah, let's go for 5,000 today. Okay, or let's leave it on for a month and get 2,000. Well, we did have 2,400 on the one over the weekend. That's pretty impressive. That's double our whole audience. Hey, don't forget, Valentine's Day tomorrow, last warning. Here's what you have to do right now. Send a pajamagram. A pajamagram is the perfect way to spoil your wife or girlfriend to give her what she really wants. She'll get the best pajamas. Or do you say pajamas? I don't want to say that because I don't Pajama. say that. Pajama. Pajamas. Pajamas. Delivered in a hat box you'll love, along with a lavender sachet, a gift card, and a do-not-disturb sign, all for free. Sending a pajamagram only takes minutes, but you'll think you spent a month planning it. Shop online at pajamagram.com or call 1-800-GIVE-PJs, and they'll make sure her pajamagram arrives on time tomorrow. Find all the top brands from Comfy to Sexy, plus the packaging is amazing, so you don't even have to wrap it. A pajamagram makes the perfect gift, and best of all, they'll think of you every time they put them on. Women want to be pampered, and this is a gift you'll both love. Overnight delivery is guaranteed, so call 1-800-GIVE-PJs or visit pajamagram.com right now. That's pajamagram.com. Be sure and tell them that ancient Neil told you to call, with or without the teeth. Call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. I beg your pardon? No, I'm cool. How you doing? No, I just I was listening to the uh, press conference here, and they keep uh, going on and on about this damn uh, bird hunting. Hey, enough with the Panthers already. When the hell does the baseball season begin anyway, huh? It was scintillating. Not. I think I'm going to go back and sip the cookies again. I used to have to eat it and sip it away. I'd be busted. Now I got to give all my houses away. I'd be busted. So a little buckshot and bird shots where it said, we finally got the media animated and whipped up to a frenzy now. Isn't that great? That's great. I'm Fine. getting whipped up just sniffing this. Mmm, man. I'm sniffing glue. Let's see. What about Robin Williams? Is there some facts here? Yeah, what about Robin Williams, Rich? What about Robin Williams? Let's put him on here, okay? And anybody who votes for him gets to go duck hunting with the vice president. What do you say? Yeah. The poll says, who's the funniest movie actor of all time? Not who's uh, the most pathetic. God. All I can think about with him is the Patch Adams with the nose on, you know? Every time I think of Robin Williams now, yeah. I think of that. I don't remember ever actually seeing that movie. I didn't see the movie, but I saw the clips. You've seen the clips where he's running around with sure. that big boy's oh, yeah. uh, clown nose on, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, Like John Wayne Gacy on a bad day. Unheeded warnings, poor planning, and apathy in recognizing the scope of Hurricane Katrina's destruction led to the slow emergency response from the White House down to local parishes. A House investigation concludes. Another panel, man. Another uh, investigation. Another report. And that and 40 cents will buy about a third of a cup of uh, gourmet coffee. 
The 600-page report by a special Republican-dominated House in Korea, one of the world's worst natural disasters in U.S. history, concluded the federal government response to Katrina was marked by fecklessness. Call it a favorite word. not say that. Fecklessness, mm-hmm. flailing, and organizational paralysis. Other than that, it was great. Yeah, I love that word, by the way. It said President Bush received poor and incomplete counsel about the crisis unfolding on the Gulf Coast, and that late state and local evacuation orders added a confusion at the federal level. Our investigation revealed that Katrina was a national failure, an abdication of the most solemn obligation to provide for the common welfare, said a summary of the scathing report obtained yesterday by the A&P, who make fantastic chocolate chip gourmet pecan cookies. At every level, individual, corporate, philanthropic, and governmental, we failed to meet the challenge that was Katrina, the report be sand. In this cautionary tale, all the little pigs build houses of straw. The House findings marked the first of two congressional inquiries in a White House review of the storm response expected over the next six weeks. That, by the way, is a direct quote from the report. In, a, in this cautionary tale, as all the little pigs build houses of straw. You following that? That's your U.S. government. Right. On Monday, the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee are continuing their own investigation of the August 29th storm response by examining potentially widespread abuse in FEMA and federal emergency cash assistance programs for disaster victims. Up to 900,000 of 2.5 million applicants received aid based on duplicate or invalid Social Security numbers or false addresses and names congressional investigators found. You want those numbers again? Up to 900,000 of 2.5 million applicants, in other words, almost half, Received aid based on duplicate or invalid social security numbers, false addresses and names congressional investigators found. Everything that we have found confirms exact. And we got to make cutbacks at uh, National uh, Hurricane Center, by the way. You see that this morning? They're all yeah, up in arms because right. they got to cut back some of those people mm-hmm. so that next time we have a hurricane, you'll find out about it after your house is blown down and after you're dead. Yeah, the warning will be the roof comes off. The warning will be that you're in a box. Everything that we found confirms exactly the indictment of how the House Republican Senator Jew Lieberman of Connecticut, the committee's top Democrat, said yesterday. It is shocking and it is unsettling. He also said, Oi! And it goes on. It's on our website. Even though most of you won't read it. Why would you want to bother reading it? Okay? It has nothing to do with uh, Howard Stern. And sure, it has nothing to do with Elvis. 779 votes. 770. In 10 minutes, we've got to get 30 votes. If we don't have 800 votes by the time the little hand hits the big hand at 1 o'clock, you might as well just uh, hand in your resignation when you meet with Joe Bell today. Just tell him we gave it a good shot. We did the best we could. And especially now that he has Mo out of town, what thought we got to talk yeah. about? But what are you going to no use Mo. for humor for you, yeah. Mo? You Mo? No, but I heard 776, humor. man. Pick up sticks. U.S. prepares military blitz against Iran's nuclear sites. Strategists at the Pentagon are drawing up plans for devastating bombing raids backed by submarine-launched ballistic missile attacks against Iran's nuclear sites as a last resort to block Tehran's efforts to develop an atomic una bomba. Central Command and Strategic Command planners are identifying targets, assessing weapons loads, and working on logistics for an operation, the Sunday Telegraph has learnt. Has learnt. They are reporting to the office of Donald Rumsfeld as America updates plans for action. If the diplomatic offensive fails to thwart the Islamic Republic's nuclear bomb ambitions, Tehran claims that it's developing only a civilian energy program. Maybe they got some of them aluminum cheeses that uh, Iraq had, huh? Maybe they're getting ready for that mushroom cloud that Condoleezza right. kept lying about all those oh, years. Huh? Mm, mushrooms. Sounds this good. is more than just the standard military contingency assessment, said a senior Pentagon advisor. This has taken on much greater urgency in recent months. 
The prospect of military action could wash at odds with Britain, which fears that an attack would spark violence across the Middle East, reprisals in the West, and may not cripple Tehran's nuclear program, period. But the steady flow of disclosures about Iran's secret nuclear operations and the virulent anti-Israeli threats of President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad has prompted the fresh assessment of military operations by Washington. And I have no idea how you really say the president's name. Shmata head. Sounded good. The mo- well, that's why I said it real fast. The most likely strategy would involve aerial bombardment by long-distance B-2 bombers, each armed with up to 40,000 pounds of precision weapons, including the latest bunker-busting devices. They would fly from bases in Missouri with mid-air refueling. So get ready. Strap yourselves in tight. You ain't seen nothing yet. And as far as the Brits beating up the Iraqi kids, they shouldn't have attacked us, like you said. I told them not to. But yeah, teach listen. them a thing or two. Let me refresh this and see if we even got the remotest chance of getting to 800 by the top of the hour. 784. 784. You ready for that? Got four more than I got. Well, I'm way, I'm way ahead of you. You're, you're on U.S. time. 784. Okay, now we're on, now we're on an equal footing. 5670560. We're now we're gonna, see. I'm glad that lady called right there at noon because now we're going to change the whole thrust of the show from this point forward. Who did more to save the human race, Neil Rogers or uh, Tom uh, Likas? See what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Of all the people you would bring up. Well, that's why I picked him up. Who did more, Neil Rogers or Bruce Williams, when the history of the human race is written? What's doing? Yeah. And look at that phone, man. Just a, a spattering and a smattering. Right. To save the human race before it's too late and stop all this killing and this murder and bloodshed. This lunacy. People making babies like rabbits, like they were, by the way, in that uh, Humpback Mountain movie. But they, oh, I mean, they granted, they were time. skipping around, but all of a sudden he gets married to this chick to marry, uh, what, what's her name? Michelle uh, Williams. Mm-hmm. And next thing we know, he's got like 16 little kids running around. He sure was busy. WQAM, hello. QAM. Oh, God. I got the great one. How you doing? Okay. There is, okay. Uh, what's going on with Cheney? Has anybody got a, a better take on this thing right now? Well, what does that mean? What's going on with him? What, what does that mean? Well, was it a legitimate accident or was something where he was just so out of his element that he uh, he didn't know what to do? He kind of Out of his element? That's all he does, man, is go uh, hunting. Man. You better get with it. Read a book. Have somebody read you something. Out of his element. <laughs> Jesus, God. Oh, my duck hunting with a judge, with Judge Scalia. Right. While Rome is burning, your vice president's out there duck hunting, right. counting his money, counting his money, counting the oil shekels that are coming in from his good Saudi friends and all his other oil buddies, his bunk butt buddies, while he's lying through his teeth to the media. QAM, hello. What happens if you whack it with Ben Gay? WQAM, hello. Yeah, that makes you gay. QAM. Hello. Yes. A poll vote. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not Latino, but uh, this Canton Prize from around the world in 80 days, it was fantastic. He's a good actor. Who? Canton Prize. Neil will know who it is. Oh, I'll tell him. Okay. Who Cap- is it? Canton Flies? Captain Claus. Dental Floss? Well, what the hell? Are you talking about a guy with mush in his mouth? What the hell was that guy all about? Uh, okay. got a dental floss. That, that's, I'm sure that's what he said. I'm going to ask Neil because he'll know. Okay, ask Neil. He'll know that guy. Hey, who's Captain Floss? WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hello. QAM. Heavy breathing line. Yes, sir. Too bad he didn't blow off Scalia's face or maybe his brain. I was hoping it was Scalia. What do you mean brain? I was saying, too. Where would he find that? Rectum. Really small. Yeah. 
Okay, thanks. Great call. Five six seven oh five sixty. They are good, man. Seeing that lady thinks that we're going to solve the problems of the world with either this crowd, with the South Florida audience. You're dreaming, honey. I think you're popping too many of them pills, just like Daddy in uh, Imaginary Heroes. He had a different color pill for everything, and then he got so exasperated at one point, just he just took them all. Remember that? Just shoved them off mm -hmm. the edge of the uh, counter there in the back room, and just shoved them all, gulped them all down. All for him. 12.56, or maybe he just popped him in his bag. What? That's a good way to uh, get him into your system. 12.56 at 5.60, WQM, we got Curtis in the revolving door there, too. I think that's uh, killing the whole station. Now, not Curtis, uh, you know, the fact that we don't have a lineup. You might want to mention that, pass it along. I, I think that's a really crappy idea, that they probably ought to, like, uh, do something. Consistency is what it's all about, Joe. People want to know who's going to be on, not like uh, like a smorgasbord, okay? Curtis and Bo and a little more Mo and a little uh, too much Geldy. Way too much Geldy. Oh, God. Man, I wonder, I wonder what kind of a bug he put in somebody's rear of that place. Oh. I, I might just have to go go ahead and have one of these. You know, I'll do it. Hmm? I haven't. I haven't even had like a little sliver off the, because uh, I know that once I start, I'll eat the whole thing. What? I'll do it. Are you doing it? I am not doing it. All right, don't do it. I'm no. not doing it. Don't I'm thinking it. about doing it. Don't do it. Okay. Let me uh, tell you about Brandy's. Can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. August 22nd, by the way. Berkeley, she is the best. When you're shopping for shoes, comfort, fit, and value is what it's all about. So get your ass over to Brandy's Shoes for the most comfortable fit in your favorite style of shoes. Brandy's carries a humongous selection of all the top brands in the shoe business. You'll love Brandy's. They got Rockport, Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, SAS, New Balance, all the other top names. And they got sales holes there that really know your feet inside and out. Want to make damn sure that you walk out of there with a perfect customized fit every time. As for Arnie, he'll take good care of you. Brandy's even specialize in wide widths as well. So Brandy's is well worth the trip from just about any place in town to make sure you take really great care of them tootsies. For comfort, style, fit, value, and selection, always think Brandy's shoes. And you'll find Brandy's at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Brandy's is open every day, Monday through Saturday till 9, and every uh, Sunday till 5. And again this week, it's the SAS sale. A great time to buy SAS at Brandy's. Take 20 to 40 bucks off the retail price of all great SAS men's and women's styles. So be sure to get your butt into Brandy's this week or do your shoe shopping on their website at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. When I'm up in Boca Tica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers fair and balance one to two hours. Don't want birds blue. Everybody is bird blue. Five G. I'm dying over here. It'll kill you fast as lightning. In fact, it's really frightening. How can you see birds flying? All these funky China hens from funky Chinatown. If you're eating them up, you'll be six feet underdog. If you don't want to catch the flu, do not touch a cockatoo. A talking parrot can be fun, but then you call 911. Everybody is bird flu fighting. Big Bird is now in hiding. Now Tweety Bird is fighting. Time for the other wild. 
101, American History X, highly recommended. Get it if you haven't seen it. Edward Norton, Edward Furlong. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Nobody else in there that anybody cares about. Elliot Gould is in there. Right. Stacy Keach. Elliot Gould uh, has got a small part, thank God. We're not, George and I share that in common. Not he big does. fans of Elliot Gould. I don't talk to those people. Oh. 5670560, oh, we got over 800. This audience, when you least expect it, man, when push comes to shove, Ow! they shove it. Are you excited or what? We got a shot. We got an outside shot, as Jimmy would say, as your vice president would say, we got a shot. You better not get in the way. See, and just like that schmuck, that old guy that calls in before, what's the latest on Dick Cheney? The latest is he's still alive. How do you like that? I'm not talking about the guy he shot. I'm talking about him. That's the bad news. That ticker is still ticking away. The pacemaker hasn't given out yet. 812 we got. 812 votes. We got 58 minutes till 2 o'clock. Do the math, okay? 813. Don't you hate that when they say do the math? What a stupid expression. Yeah, it is. 187 in uh, 58. That's like uh, more than three a minute. You're not going to do that. They're not going to come through for us today, and I'm going to be so despondent and depressed, I might just take the rest of the month off. Let's just skip that March, that 30th anniversary bullcrap. And now i got Kira Phillips's on there, and I really want to puke. Let me get to my cookies, okay, fast. Now I haven't touched them. I'm squeezing the bag, though. Learned that from Mo. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Yes, uh, I think uh, Dick Cheney should have another course on hunter safety. Yeah, okay, great. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, um, I got another movie, if you like American History X. It's got the same people in it, uh, pretty much the same guy, and it's 25th Hour. That's a great movie with them. Okay. It's a Spike Lee movie, and he goes on a big tirade. Oh, it's a Spike Bush. Lee movie? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's good. It's great. Okay, I'll take your word for it. You see it? 25th hour? No. You ever hear of it? Uh, yeah, I heard uh, it's a Spike uh, Lee movie. That's I'd rather Spike see a Lee's Spike story. Jones movie. I'd rather see Spike Jones where he's playing like the uh, dishpan and the bedpan. Right, and the xylophone made out of Right, that's cans. right. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what are uh, Norm's picks for the spring training, huh? Do you know? WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, how you doing? Okay. Calling this Dr. Neil. Speaking. Oh, Neil. This yeah, I'm Neil. I haven't heard anybody talk about this this morning. Um, I just caught it on the way out from when I was leaving my house. Um, about SPL charging the taxpayers for polls that don't even exist. Yeah. Uh, what was the scoop on that idea? Uh, you know, I, I just caught a little bit of it, and I didn't realize, you know, I didn't finish, get to hear what they said about it. I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't see that story, but it wouldn't surprise me. They're a bunch of a bunch of thieves, man, a bunch of grave robbers. They're, they're charging the taxpayers they, for, for polls that weren't even put up. Yeah. I was hoping you or George would know something about it, because I just never, never heard a word about it. I'll, I'll, I'll look at it. Call the Public uh, Service Commission. Yeah, call the PSC, and they'll you laugh in your face. actually hear them laughing the in the background. Yeah. The, uh, lady takes You'll hear them all right. having a big right. party in an orgy over there at the PSC. Right. Governor may be visiting today, having a couple of belts. Drinking champagne that we bought right. for them. Five six seven oh five sixty, and we're going to solve the problems of the world. Like the Mike Siegel Show, baby. Let's get cereal now, man. Let's cut the waste of the time. Let's get right down to business. Solve the problems of the world here on this show, like that lady said. When are we going to get with it? Oh, the phone is ringing. There must be a disc downstairs. Either that or I just won a million dollars in that uh, cash for cancer lottery. Well, I'd play some banjo music while you were WQAM, you can't play it. QAM. That's Hurricane to you, dummy. Yeah, okay. WQAM, hello. We're going to 
Who I am? Neil Scott Perrell here. Yeah. Mm. What happened to your voice, Scott? You lost the gravel, Scott. WQAM, hello. Neil! Yes. I love your show. WQAM, hello. QAM. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What are you guys yeah. been talking about? I beg your pardon? What have you all been talking about today? Well, what, you been, what did you call for, sir? Did you dial the number or did somebody dial it for you? Did somebody hand you the phone and say, here, talk to these uh, schmucks on the other end of the line? Well, I've been kind of busy and I just wasn't sure what was going on, Mike. Yeah. So why would you call if you don't know what's going on? Isn't that kind of rude? Isn't that uh, in intemperate? Isn't that uh, outrageous? All right. I thought of something to say. Yeah. There were 75,000 Canadians down here in Hollywood. Yeah. And then you have a one-man angry protest up in Canada. I don't think that uh, the argument is very compelling about which is a better place to be, at least this time of year. Yeah. What? I'll stay here, Pally, okay? If you're not a compelling, there's 75,000 Canadians down there. Well, there's like 30 million of them up here. How do you like that, schmuck? A compelling argument against the oh, same I, old I crap. See. Like there's an argument about whether it's a better way. If the weather is of concern to you, although you are freezing your ass off right now, relatively speaking, if the weather is what you're looking for, this is not the time of the year to be here. Although we don't have any snow on the ground, there's no winter. Like I said, stay where you are. Now, it took him like about two minutes to finally figure out something like that. Something hostile and combative, you know? There, you Canadian, there. In addition to which, the 75,000 Canadians you got down there, I wouldn't wish them on uh, Steve uh, Harper, okay? Schmuck. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing today, buddy? Okay, Pally. Hey, uh, actually, I have been listening, so I know what to talk about. But from what your discussion earlier, sound like you or George Myatt caught that CNN Presents last night. Yeah. About, uh, you know, how to start Iraq on... Uh, yeah, a little bit know. late now, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit late, but it was probably the, one of the better things I've seen out of CNN in a while. Yeah, and they made sure they put it on at a time when nobody watched it, too. Yeah, I watched it at 11 p.m. last mm -hmm. night. So I, I saw some of it, and I got disgusted and went to bed, because it, <laughs> there, there's nothing on there that we don't already know that they, that they didn't know before the last election. Oh, exactly. If anybody with a brain knows what was all on there, yeah. so unfortunately it doesn't get out to any people that don't have well, a brain. Well, maybe they have another brain. committee and another investigation and find out why it took CNN so long to find this stuff out. Yeah, exactly. The other day, and it's so funny, is, uh, boy, it sounded like they really tried to keep this uh, Cheney shooting hush hush. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Chappaquiddick Part 2, man. Exactly. It would have never told anybody if it would have came out, and uh, they had to get the story straight. Private Citizen released the information to the local newspaper. How do you like that? Exactly, and then none of the networks covered until mm -hmm. the very last minute. Well, I'm, I'm sure glad to see that the press corps is so animated about that while all these innocent people are dying all over the world because of a pack of lies. And on that show last night, they showed Cheney. I mean, we've seen these clips over and over again on Face the Nation, Meet the Press, and there's no question that, uh, you know, Iraq was involved with al-Qaeda and uh, all this bull crap. Now, all these lie after lie after lie. And what is the public? What's the blah, 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 blah? Some stupid bird shooting accident. Man, and that woman thinks I'm going to, like, change the human race? I'll oh, tell you what. It. Wave your magic wand. You got it there. I don't have that thing. All right. That's it. We just did it. All right. All right. All right. Don't you feel better? Oh, man, I'm going to, like, open up my cookies and give a sniff again. Ah, What's better, opening up your cookies on your computer or on your uh, in your sack? Well, there's no doubt, the sack. No. Well, you ought to see these. These are, you know, the gourmet chocolate chip cookies? That's what they yeah. are. I hate to keep repeating it. I'm holding That's one right, right now. Mmm. What willpower.
I know I can't eat it because if I do, even I could probably eat one about like quarter to two, and then I'll like pass out in the last few minutes. Now, how are we doing on that pull? We got any kind of a shot? Eight twenty-nine. That's not too fine. Eight twenty-nine. My ass. Jesus, God Almighty. And and isn't this a tough uh, uh, topic to have an opinion on? That's right. Right? See what I'm saying? It's a brain buster. If we had anybody listening to this show, boy, I can remember the days when we had an audience, man. I remember those days. Tell Joe Bell we remember the glory days. The oh, glory days of the glory hole. I aimed to pine. When we actually had this big audience, like like last week. And then all of a sudden, I think they just turned on us, you know? Maybe it was because I said something about that cartoon. Cartoon. And turban heads. I'm not going to raise them, though. What is the funniest man? Who is the funniest man in history movie? How's Robin Williams doing, by the way? Did we put him on there? Or? Oh, he's got a vote. That's the guy who sent the facts. Mel Brooks, 116. Peter Sellers, 87. Rodney Dangerfield, 65. Groucho Marx, 63. Richard Pryor, 53. Another dead guy. Four of the top five dead. Jim Carrey, 46. Might as well be. John Candy, another dead guy, 37. Too many chocolate chip cookies. John Cleese, 35. John Belushi, 31. Dead. Mo Howard, 26. Dead. Woody Allen, 26. Bill Murray, 22. Curly Howard, dead, 18. Laurel and Hardy, 18, dead. Steve Martin, 18. W.C. Field, 16, dead. Evan Costello, 16, dead. Charlie Chaplin, 16, dead. Gene Wilder, 16. Dave Chappelle, 13. Jerry Lewis, 13. Brain dead. Leslie Nielsen, 12. Albert Brooks, 8. Mike Myers, 6. Harold Lloyd, 5, dead. Bob Hope, 5, dead. Eric Idle, 4. Jay and Silent Bob, 3, eh? Rowan Atkinson, 3. Mr. Bean, Buster Keaton, three, dead. Burt Lahr, three, dead. Robin Williams, two. Marty Feldman, one, dead. Michael Palin, one. Graham Chapman, one. Which one is dead? Graham Chapman. Graham, like I said, Graham Chapman, one, dead. None, zero, Carl Reiner. Roberto, uh, Roberto Benini. I wonder if he's kin to Roberto Bellagio. Remember him? The great yeah, soccer player, the Italian right. soccer player. Do you remember that great call? I sure do. Roberto Bellagio. Don't play it, please. Roberto Benini and Andy Kaufman and Terry Jones and Terry Jones. have <laughs> none. <laughs> the big O out of 840. Do the math, baby. 160 votes to 1,000. That would really, would that be a feather in our cap or what? 160 divided by 49 minutes. Oh, so close in here so far. I can smell failure. Can't you smell it? Or is that those cookies again? Well, I was farting. Yeah. Silently. Talking about failure. Sorry. 12 minutes after 1 at 560 WQM. We got Curtis and the revolving slot at 2 today. You've also got the revolving sales department, which you don't want to hear about that. I, I would just, you know what, when you sit down to lunch with Joe today, mm-hmm. I would just start spitting all over the place. You know, I have like spit, uh, spittling all over. Right, like a sprinkler? Like, like you were having some kind of a spastic attack. Because <laughs> no, I, think, I think that would like sum it up pretty well. I think that would like express how we feel about the eight plus years of this madness, of don't, this Schleidmeister crap. It is. I, don't, I don't think he's going to get a word in edgewise. No. Hey, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. I'll get that in. Last thing you want to do is spend uh, your weekend at the mall. Oh, this is uh, that old copy. Well, the weekend's over. Now is the last chance. Poor Hank. I've got three words for you. Vermont Teddy Bear. Call one of their bear counselors at 1-800-829-BEAR, and they'll help you choose the perfect bear for your wife or girlfriend. And they can still get it there, it's guaranteed, on Valentine's Day tomorrow. They'll deliver right on Valentine's Day with free chocolate and a gift card in their famous box. Ask about the Love Bandit Bear, the Lover Boy Bear, the Mad About You Bear, the New Red Hot Redneck Bear. And for about just the price of a dozen roses, you'll be giving that special someone something she'll love forever. Vermont Teddy Bears are the only bears handmade in America and guaranteed for life. And best of all, she'll be thinking about you every time she hugs that bear. 
Make this best Valentine's Day ever with the gifts you love. And always remember, call 1-800-829-BEER or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. But you've got no more time to do it, baby. Do it right now. Send a creative alternative to Flowers Valentine's Day. Delivery is still guaranteed if you make that call now. And tell them that Ancient Neil told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR. 1-800-829-BEAR. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. It's time to get it on. All right. Everybody hates everybody all the time. Absolutely. That's the way of life in Florida. Forehead hot with rage and anger. Smell all the way up here. Well, 118 a.m. We're not going to get our thousand votes today. What, Hang your what, head in shame, man. Is somebody cooking garlic in the hallway, Josh? Good uh, No, Robert Grieber just walked in with pollo tropical. Though. I oh. see. There you wow. go. Tropical. Did he bring it for you guys to share? I, I'm fine. It's all right. We did our howies. That's right. Oh. Okay. We don't need any help. In fact, if uh, Robert Grieber brought in food, I would uh, have somebody taste test it before I touch it. I know who. 865, I'm going to tell you, we're not going to make that 1,000. You people let us down today. Of, of all days, as we get closer and closer to that 30th anniversary, you notice, you notice the calls, too. More and more surly, that's why I played that bit. More and more hostile, more and more nasty. And by the way, it's uh, 28 degrees and uh, cloudy, a little murky. Had a little sunshine this morning, not bad, no snow on the ground. Nobody's complaining here about the weather for that schmuck. Now, if you were in New York or Boston, they might be complaining a lot. Too bad. 868, not too great. If we can't get a little over 900 votes by the bottom of the hour, I say I'm taking the rest of February off. I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. Too much pressure. Somebody says, add Eddie Murphy. Good idea. Okay. And none of the above. Get those on there right away. Because those, right. be, those might be uh, new revenue streams. Right. Might be uh, online auction. <laughs> on the, yeah. Those might be new vote-getting uh, streams. Yeah, it's a new revenue stream for the Beasley. And, of course, probably they'll be doing that on the QM website. That's probably what uh, Josh is going to have to be doing now to get that extra income on the side. Is going to be participating in some of their online scams, you know, like auctioning old crap off that they found around a building. And maybe revenue stream. Maybe I'll get the money from that. No. Broward School Board member Bob Park says he, too, will switch his vote to support a calendar that starts school August 14, just in only moments ago. Hot from the QM News Department. 
I'm changing my vote order to end the acrimony this issue's created. Parks of Pompano Beach wrote an email he sent to the superintendent over the weekend. Parks had voted with a 5 to 4 majority last week when the board approved August 9 as the 2006-7 start date. The school board's expected to reconsider the issue at its February 21 meeting. That's a week from tomorrow. Last week's decision angered many parents who maintained that a district survey showed that most parents and community members favored a late August start date. Board member Beverly Gallagher of Pembroke Pines announced Thursday she had a change of heart, and now it says with him changing, with Parks changing, it virtually assures the school board will change the start date because at least six of the members uh, agree. So, happy about that? Yes. It's about time. Idiots. Messing up everybody's vacation and starting school on a Wednesday. What a bunch of morons. Five six seven oh five sixty. I think I might have take one more sniff. Yeah. That's the only thing that will keep me going. Because like oh, I know we're going to fall short on this thing with the 1,000 votes. And since Josh Cordes is the one that started banging on that, isn't he the one that started, like, pushing we can get to 1,000? 880. That was him. We need 120 in 40 minutes. That's three a minute. Can we do it? Who does more for this show? The people that vote on the poll or the people that call on the phone? Huh? <laughs> yeah, what a battle that is. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello, hello, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, doctors for the new poll. Nothing but hype. Doctors, okay. That sound good? Nothing but heartaches. But hype. I know. That's why I said he's a little slow. Nothing but heartaches. I'm doing a little Supremes. By the way, I see Blabo. Good luck with your uh, test results tomorrow, by the way, Blabo. Yesterday I got caught up with his uh, blog. And I see he also uh, got the um, Standing in the Shadows of Motown and loved it. See that? No, I didn't see that. See the thing that Suds is doing for the human race? Thanks a lot again, Suds. You're the best. Everybody and their brother's getting that, although it only got five votes on that poll we took the other day. Because once you watch that, if you're a Motown fan, you've got to see it over and over again. Just You can't stop watching it. 884, we need lots more. What do you think? Well, if you were a betting man, if you were like Wayne Gretzky, I mean, and you ought to hear or the wife. apologist up here, of course, oh, because yeah. they all got their head way up, way, all the way to his needle nose. And no, well, Wayne hasn't done anything wrong. Even though they got the tapes, even though they got where he's saying, what can we do to like and protect Janice? And what can we do to, you know, all this other crap? Didn't know my ass. If, you're, if your wife is making a half a million dollars in bets, you tell me that no matter how much money you're making, you don't know about it? Right. Especially when she's laying the bets with your assistant coach on the hockey team that you own, that you're the coach of, that's standing right next to you while you're losing night after night, and you don't know about it? Maybe that was yeah. all she's laying. You're full of crap, Wayne. Always have been, always will be. And here, oh, he didn't do anything, but a beep, but a oh, yeah. Send him out duck hunting with your vice president. That's what I say. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Okay. Is it true that uh, Czechoslovakians who get abortions are called canceled Czechs? Uh, wow, fresh and funny. Yeah, that was from the Joey Reynolds uh, school. QAM. Hello? Yeah. Neil. Yeah. I got one for your poll. Yeah, okay, good. Stick it. WQAM, hello? QAM. WQAM, Hello? Hello? Is, yes. Is true yeah? Yes. Who's this? Who are you calling? Uh, 560 AM. This is 560 QA, not AM, QAM, 560 AM. Oh, okay. And? I want to talk to Neil. You're talking to a man. Who do you think you're talking to? Uh, Rumpelstiltskin? Come on, let's oh, go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You ought to be hey. sorry. I usually say no, don't be sorry, but you ought to be sorry. 
Well, you know, living in Miami, I get sorry all the time. It does, it does affect uh, what used to be a brain. That's right. What do you got? Well, I just, I just want to tell you, I'm a long, long listener. Right. Uh, I was a 20, 20-year-old 20 stud when I started listening to you. Now I'm a 43-year-old pud. Wow. Uh, and another happens, to, happens to the worst of us, Pally. Yeah, yeah, I went to Toronto in July. Yeah. And I thought of you. Well. I'm like, and another thing, uh, I'm moving <laughs> to Forenza for the next six months, leaving Miami. Oh, my God. Am I ever jealous of you? Wow. Forenza. So, Arrivederci. And you've uh, you've been you've been one of the reasons to stay in Miami, but now it's time to go, Neil. Ciao, Bella. Bye. I read the dirt. As Larry King would say, I read the dirt. Hey, Larry, you idiot. How do you like that? There's a guy's moving to Forenza, Florence, Italy. Oh, good. That incredible or what? Huh? What did you think of Florence? Henderson. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought she was oily. Yeah. 897. You know something? They may surprise us here today. They might just pull us off. None of the above hasn't got any votes yet, though. I mean, if, they, if, if they're going to vote for none of the above on this poll, I mean, what do they want? You know, give us some uh, a break. We named every male comedian that's ever been born, that's ever made a movie, haven't we, just a boot? God. Carl Reiner, Terry Jones, and Terry Gilliam don't have any. What about Junior Gilliam? What do you think? Who? He used to play second base for the Dodgers back in the 50s. Junior Gilliam, Pee Wee Reese at short. Junior Samples. Junior Sample. Now, where do you come up with that? Junior Mints. Junior Samples, where did you know that from? I don't know. Heard it on a cartoon or something. Junior Samples? Josh, mark it down. Mark down the date and the time. So who George is? is becoming a sports nerd. Oh, that's a sports guy. Yeah, he is. I thought it was an old comedian or something. Wow. That is shocking. Sports. There goes your image. Which sport? He's been sampling. A company in the United Arab... Would you listen to this? A company in the United Arab Emirates is poised to take over significant operations at six American ports as part of a corporate sale, leaving a country with ties to the 9-11 hijackers with influence over a maritime industry considered vulnerable to terrorism. That mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Including Port Evergrades, I heard. The Bush administration considers the UAE an important ally in the fight against terrorism since the suicide hijackings and is not objecting to Dubai Port World's purchase of London-based Peninsular and Oriental Steam Navigation Company. They say you're right about that, by the way. The $6.8 billion sales are expected to be approved today. The British company is the fourth largest ports company in the world, and its sale would affect commercial U.S. port operations in Baltimore, Miami, New Jersey, New Orleans, New York, and Philadelphia. You've got a bunch of schmata heads that are going to be running the ports. Six of them. DP World said it won approval from a secretive U.S. government panel to consider security risks of foreign companies buying or investing in American industry. Is this enough to make you plots? The U.S. Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S. thoroughly reviewed the potential transaction and concluded they had no objection. The committee earlier agreed to consider concerns about the deals expressed by a Miami-based company, LRN Company. According to Eller's attorney, Michael Kreitzer, Eller's a business partner with the British shipping giant, but was not in the running to buy the ports company. The committee, which could have recommended that President Bush block the purchase, includes representatives from the Treasury, Defense, Justice, Commerce, State, and Homeland Security Departments. In other words, a bunch of far and they're all in bed together. They're all smearing each other. 26 past 1 at QAM. How many votes have we got? We got 900 yet? Oh, that would be exciting. That would make me feel like we got a shot. We got 905, and we're still alive. How do you like that? By the way, the uh, junior samples I know was on Hee Haw. I thought junior samples was a football player. The one I'm thinking of was on Hee Haw. How come you guys ain't Googling it? As in, Josh is Googling it right now. Oh. I'm Boobling it. He's Googling John it. Baker is, uh, John the Baker. See, you got me all confused. I'm thinking of like Howard Baker and um, James A. Baker the third. 
Right. John DeBaker, by the way, luckily isn't related to any of them. But he is famous for great pizza and family-style Italian food in South Florida for a very, very long time, for over 30 years. About 30, man. He's been serving up in a variety of locations. I've always loved his food, especially when I lived in North Miami, and you will too. Oversized portions, delicious pizza, world-famous garlic rolls as big as your uh, head have made John DeBaker absolutely the best. Down-home Italian favorites like lasagna, chicken parmesan, veal and peppers, cannelloni, oversized hot and cold subs. And wait until you try. Everybody's still raving about it. The famous sloppy, I can't even say it, sloppy sausage sub. All right. You guys are still slobbering about it. In fact, just, just tell Joe when you start slobbering at lunch today, you're slobbering over that sloppy sausage sub from last week. All fantastic and all made fresh and all at John the Baker's low family prices, too. At John the Baker, you become part of their family, too. Stop by from fantastic pizza and lots, lots more. You'll find two great locations for you at John the Baker in Pembroke Pines at 12592 Pines Boulevard. For takeout there, call 954-431-4315. And the new location just opened at 8835 Sterling Road. That's at the corner of Sterling and Pine Island, Cooper City. For takeout, call 954-252-0091. 252-0091. George and Josh have been raving about it all week long. When are they bringing food again, by the way? Probably pretty Tomorrow. soon. <laughs> it just doesn't get any better than John the Baker. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh! M O N T A Y S U C A N. Oh! Darn it, I told you, don't bother me while I'm in here. Hi, sir! Uh, hello? It's Mickey Mouse! Oh, Mr. Mouse, good morning, how are you? What the hell are you doing to me? Uh, uh... N nothing, sir. You're freaking killing me. N no, I'm not. I got David Kelly calling me every three minutes. Why did we move the protest? Sir, you, you told me to move the practice. I didn't tell you any. You must have misunderstood me. N no, sir. You said move the practice to Monday. Hey, hey. Listen, Buckwipe. I'm the boss. I make the decisions. You take the heat. Right. You move the practice. Okay. I... How are we doing with it anyway? I, oh, man. Hold on. Remus. <laughs> yeah, boss. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm on the phone, Remus. Hi, uh, sir. Yes, sir. What was your question? I'm telling you, I'm going crazy over here. Between David Kelly and now Michael Jackson calling me every three minutes, I'm going to go out of my freaking mind. Hold on. Remus! Get here, you boss. Stop it, Remus! I'm going to fall, boss. Stop going to floor, Remus! Remus! What's this in my hand, Remus? That's your penis, boss. My other hand, Remus! Oh, that's the phone, boss. Right. I can't hear anything, Remus. Stop sawing the floor. Sorry. Hi, sir. Sir, sir, the moves are working out very well. The practice is fourth in its time slot well, and moving up. Fourth in its time slot? Christ, are we even beating the WB? Barely. Oh, my God. The Michael Jackson thing was a rating success. Of course. Hold on a second. Remus! <laughs> what the hell are you doing with a harmonica, Remus? Well, don't play it, Remus! I'll jam that thing down your throat! And get that bluebird away from me! Oh, come on, bluebird. <laughs> I'm allergic! Eisner. Sir, over 25 million people saw... Shut up, Eisner. Listen. Uh, yeah. You see me, what I'm doing here? Uh, uh, sir, you're on the phone. I know I'm on the phone! Do you see what I'm doing? Use your imagination for crying out loud. 
Uh, I'm moving my hands up and down, side to side. I'm the puppet master. I say it, you do it. Now Fox is going to air all the stuff that you cut out of the Michael Jackson interview. Uh, but, but, sir, you told me to edit out all that stuff to make him look that, like that, 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 Puppet master, me. Idiot. Oh. I got bad news and good news. The uh, bad news is we're not going to make the 1,000 votes. Aw. We only got 917. They're trickling in one at a time. The audience letting us down. The good news is, remember I told you the phone rang before? Right. And my computer is uh, finally fixed. Oh, excellent. The that's power supply had burned up. Remember? That's what that's, it was. That's what it was. Power supply. Oh, oh it smelled really bad. All of the cookies smelled. Mmm, really good. So I'm going to go get my computer. The only thing is I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. What should I do? Because this what one's working really good. Oh, well, it's always good to have a spare. And, yeah. Uh, you but know, that's that the new one, though. Well, Although this one's just as fast as the other one. I don't right. know why. It, got, it needed a rest. That's it. It needed a rest, and all of a sudden, bada-bing, bada-boom, it's like lightning, man. It's fantastic. Lightning. Just like that. Or like the lightning and thunder that Wayne Heisinger Jr. heard outside the Calvary Church when he got on his knees and begged for Jesus to uh, save him. What all that crap. God. I guess he figured that's a pretty good racket, too, you know. 919, man. We need 81 votes in 25 minutes. I don't think it's in the Andy card, do you? You can do it. I can do it? What? If I sit here in 921, you see that? They're coming in in chunks now. Can you smell it? That's what you smelled. I think I'm going to stick with this computer. I think I just put the other one in the closet with Tom Cruise and uh, John Travolta. And R. Kelly's in there, too. Hey. Oh, jeez. Britain, it's a damn good thing that the old guy there, that Whittington guy, was out duck hunting or bird hunting with uh, Cheney and not R. Kelly. Britain has opened an investigation into new allegations of abuse by its forces in Iraq. It's not allegations, okay? After a newspaper released what it described as a video showing soldiers savagely beating Iraqi youths, which we've seen 50,000 times today, the News of the World said yesterday the alleged attack, it's not alleged, the attack by eight soldiers, which followed a scene showing youth throwing stones at the soldiers, was videotaped in southern Iraq in early 2004. Britain's defense ministry said it was aware of these serious allegations and that a military police investigation was looking into them. We condemn all acts of abuse and brutality. Always treat any allegations of wrongdoing extremely seriously, said a spokesman. The news of the world said the scenes, which lasted for about two minutes, were videotaped by a corporal for fun. Apparently from a nearby rooftop. Yeah, he, he uh, was uh, just funning, you know. Uh, he'll, uh, he'll. On the tape, the youth's pleas for mercy are ignored. The beatings include what appears to be a British soldier kicking one of the youths, showed and pinned to the ground by other soldiers in the genitals. Like you always say, there's always got to be some faggery involved, whether it's the fraternity crap, whether it's hazing, right. whether just police, like whether it was a, Abu you know, Abu like that. Rape, plunger raping, police, all of these. Right. In another case, a soldier puts a boy in a headlock, then releases him only to butt his head against the boys, then strike his fist on the boy's head. Butthead. The youth's cries can be heard on the tape, which shows a minute's worth of the attack, with 42 blows counted, according to the newspaper. Even Ron Jeremy is impressed. The tape includes what sounds like a running commentary of approval from the cameraman. Oh, yes, yes, you're going to get it, you yes, naughty little boys. 
<laughs> that sounds awfully gay. But then again, it's Brits, keep in mind. The narrator can be heard saying as the uh, blows land, die, ha-ha. The News of the World said the video was shown to friends of the corporal in Europe, and one of them reported the incident to the tabloid newspaper. And it just goes on and on. But we're there to, like, emancipate. We didn't sex up right. the, uh, the uh, intelligence because there was no intelligence involved. You have to be a moron to believe Blair and Bush. A couple of BB brains. Oh, speaking of buckshot, birdshot. Right. 936, what do you think? You think we're going to get 60 FOMO? If we don't, I'm going, to, I'm going to get on my hands and knees and pray for Jesus to accept us. All of us, the whole crew. They're trickling in, 939, 940. Here they come, one at a time. What do you, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on dessert? You know, one thing about that movie, two movies, American History X. See, I don't know about you, but my idea of a really good movie is a movie where there's not any drag time. Right. So, like, this, all this crap about That's Bear right. Ass Mountain, I mean, there's nothing but drag. The well, only thing drag, too. Oh, and let me ask everything? you one other question. Yeah. What did you, not, not that anybody out there cares, but tell with them, they're letting us down today. In uh, Imaginary Heroes, remember they're having the New Year, the Christmas party mm-hmm. at the Goldberg or whatever the Jew guys' houses? Right. And that, I think it's a drag queen sings that really uh, bizarre song. You know you, what I'm talking you, about? Yeah, I do, and I don't know what it is. And... And Tim is standing there, like, watching, kind of curious, and at the end, he's, he leads the applause. Well, what is that? Was that a drag queen? I, you know, I, I, I'd have to see I mean, when I have, to, when I have to ask you, it tells you it's pretty uh, confusing. No, no, I don't know. But anyway, is. the one thing about American History X and Imaginary Heroes, there are no down moments. In other words, there's no dead time. You never think, oh, this is drag. Not, not for a second do they drag. Right. I mean, that broad might be in drag, but that's beside the point. See what I'm saying? Right. Right. I mean, no, to me, that, that's a very important component of a good movie. If you've got a movie that's, like, really ponderous, and you're yawning, and well, when did this end? Like, oh, mm-hmm. like that bear and bear-ass mounting. Oh, God. And you still haven't seen, uh, what you call it, of mice and men. Roadside bomb kills four U.S. troops in Afghanistan. No, but I got it in my pile, and I'm watching, like, three, four a day now, so I might catch up with you. Well, one of these days. Yeah, when you least expect it. 948, that's kind of great. 52 in uh, 20 minutes. That's under three a minute. Now we're starting to like cut into that ratio. Oh, here's the attack again. Back home. British MPs say one man is under arrest. Now you notice it says video of apparent beatings. No, it that's, just looks like they're beating, yeah. but they're just funning them. You know, that's how they this say things anymore. Yeah, it's only simulation. Or is that stimulation? They're okay. Crazy. They're old. They're the California proof. Okay. So then you're getting old and clay, and your time's to pay you every day. You've earned some relief, and that's for sure. And so for you, we got the cure. Just eat some of us, feed us every day. And then flush your class away. Don't you know that they're wrinkled and they're tasty? Man, I'm usually so tasty. X-Lax is nice, but it don't work fast. Just eat some wounds, they're a real blast. On the party, yeah. On the party, if you eat a store of money, California proves. What a way to go. 9.56. We ain't going to make it. We're going to come so close and miss just by a curly little hair, you know? 9.56? That's what I got. We can do that. 
We need 44 votes in 15 minutes, you maniac. Come on, they can do it. A vote a minute. That's almost three a minute. No, what are you talking about, a vote a minute? It's like 15. No, You're bad. Be real bad, man. 957, they're pouring in by the ones. They're trickling in. Kind of like the votes for Kerry in Ohio. They've slowed down real bad now. I must have the Diebold people must be have taken a hold of our uh, our computer thing. With it. By the way, my new computer is ready. Did I tell you that? Yes. Yeah, you did. Got a Chinese guy working in repair over there. At, uh, no speaking English. I feel like I'm in Miami again. Oh, speaking of that. Yes. He's getting a haircut yesterday. 9.59. Yes. And your people, boy. My people? The, yeah. the lady cutting the hair and the lady getting her haircut, man. They were like Israeli or something. No, 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 no listen, don't link me with no Israelis, man. It's not my people. Yeah, they are your people. No, they're not. Hey, I ain't got nothing to do with, with them, okay? Got an Even if it's a Dutch accent, you say your people. So, uh, no. there you go. That's good for the goose. Take a gander at this. <laughs> A hey, finger on each hand, one, straight huh? up in the air. Oh, 9.59, let's see. Now, this is kind of stupid. I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but it just means something to us, you know. I'm 9.66. Voting, I'm voting on my Look phone. at the chunk that just came in there. The chunk came in for John oh, Kerry. A big chunk. You could vote on your phone, too, probably. I could do what? On your BlackBerry. Of course I'm you not going to. You know something? Let's you'll go. Never you will never believe this in a million years. Probably not. Guess what I have in my hand right now. Your BlackBerry. Yes. Huh. See, you were probably thinking something else. And, it's well, not, and not even one of them gourmet chocolate chip cookies. Well, you wouldn't have asked. You know, the reason I had it is because I was like sticking it in my pants pocket because I just, during last break, uh -huh. I got dressed. Because I want to race over and pick up my computer and get that over with. Because I know it's going to be a big song to dance. It's a nightmare in that place. No, but anyway. Vote for Mike Meyer. How do you like that? By the way, uh, one of the articles, I'm sure you've, uh, you've read it. Yes. It says that they're going to be doing uh, the, whoever it is, is working something out to get around it. The BlackBerry people, instead of it shutting down. This yeah. Is, this is besides the Bill Gates thing that you were talking about earlier. Right. No, I did not see that. I didn't oh, read okay. it. And uh, why? you got it? I saw it yesterday, but I could probably find it. Well, why didn't you tell me that before now? I could have, well, like, we could have Googled it. Because it didn't occur to me until you said BlackBerry. Well, good. Oh, wait. Well, thank God for that. Don't take my BlackBerry, man. If there's one thing I don't want, anybody taking away my BlackBerry. Not just the emails. It's the instant messaging. It's right, the uh, Internet. Uh, right. you, can, you can do just about everything on there. It's got color. It's got black and white. Oh, and that was another interesting thing in American History X. Mm -hmm. The way that they did the old scenes, the flashback scenes in black and white, and the current right. scenes in color. Right. It's very interesting. Brilliant. Very well done. Great movie. American History X, Ed Norton. I never heard about curbing before until that show either. Oh, that movie. man. That was... Ah. Oh. <laughs> Put your teeth on the curb. Well, we don't want to go I, into it. I don't want to. No. But I don't want to. No, I can't imagine. I don't want to. <laughs> And there they go with that Torino crap again, okay? Even seeing ABC, I can say very little good because I can't stand ABC News. But I'll say this. Friday night at the end, I turned over to get Wheel of Squeal of Fortune. At the ass end of the news, that broad, what's your name that does the, uh, I have no idea. Neither. Huh? I mean, Bob Woodward ain't feeling too good right now, but whatever her name is. She says, uh, they've given a little Olympic update, and she says, uh, there's been the debate between Torino, which is the Italian uh, name for the city, or Turin. We at ABC have decided to stick with the English uh, Turin. All right, let's hear it for ABC. We can't say much for them. Elizabeth Vargas, that's her name. Boy, what a memory. I got you beat. 974, we're going to do it. I told you we could do it. And you could say, ah, no chance. By the way, that guy he mentioned was a comedian. Junior Samples. Junior Samples. I told you he's a comedian. He said, no, he's a football player. Country comedian. Junior Samples. Well, what, is he a movie guy? What was that show he was in? I, I read it such a long time. Hee Haw. Hee Haw. See, I told you first. I beat you both to it. Junior Samples and Hee Haw. 
Hey, if you admit to being like in Hee Haw, <laughs> Vice President will take out in the woods, man. You won't come back, unlike his old buddy. All these people all whipped up. Oh, the Vice President shot a guy. Let me say it again. These are the biggest butchers, the biggest murderers this country's ever had in power, except maybe Harry Truman. And, uh, you know, at least he did it. At least he laid it right out there to the Japs, you know? And now look how they're getting even. Isn't that amazing what goes around comes around? Mm-hmm. And that's because after WW2, what did we do? We helped to build the Germans up again and the uh, Japs up again. That's right. And now in a lot of areas, they're leaving us like in the dust. In the dust. And Lou Dobbs is on there screaming at ever. Oh, all the outsourcing of jobs to India. Well, they'll be next, okay, the engines. They got some real issues there in India, you know? Too many people. Well, yeah. Too many people. And too much curry. Scandal-scarred Republicans question Bush's actions. President Bush came under fire from angry Republicans Friday for his failed policies on Iraq, health care, immigration, and other hot-button issues in a closed meeting meant to rally shell-shocked party members for this year's congressional elections. They're peeing in their pants over it, baby. They know that their days are numbered. Someone so far as to call Bush an embarrassment to the party and the nation and grumbled that the party would stand a better chance in November's midterm elections if he were not president, although none went so far as to suggest he be impeached, at least not yet. Oh, man, I'm rubbing my hind legs together. I'm so excited about this. Like a grasshopper. It became evident in the meeting that a growing number of Republican members of Congress feel the president's no longer an asset to the party. Well, he's part of that anyway. He's the ass part. Mm-hmm. Says one GOP congressman who asked not to be identified. A lot of ass going around. Scandal rocked Republicans in the House claimed publicly Bush drew an ovation when he defended his program to eavesdrop without court warrants on Americans with suspected terrorist ties, a program that's been questioned by both Democrats and some Republicans. But sources in the meeting who asked not to be named as the meeting was formally closed said lawmakers anxious over polls showing waning faith in the man the president called the president to task for his growing list of failures. Many members of the president's party have voiced concerns about the $2.77 trillion federal budget that Bush has proposed this week, which would boost defense spending but bring cuts in 141 domestic programs from veterans' health care to housing. I mean, how, what kind of a moron do you have to be not to see through this crap, huh? More tax cuts for the rich, more money yeah. for war, and screw everybody else, including the veterans that he's always peeing on about. Well, you've got to support our troops. But once they come home, screw them. Stick it to him. Others raised questions about Bush's domestic spying program, saying his refusal to follow along along the National Security Agency to wiretap Americans will hurt the party in the upcoming midterm elections. While some Republicans tried to put a brave face on what was often a contentious meeting with the leader of their party, many admitted privately that most of the people in the room showed displeasure with Bush and openly questioned both his commitment to the party and the American people. How do you like that? Huh? Whole articles on our website. You might want to read some of those or have somebody read them to you be really good for you. I think I'm going to have a cookie before I go and pick up my computer. Give me some extra energy. Right, Maria can just take Linda energy with me. She can slip it back. Who is the funniest man in the history of the movies? Can you smell it? Oh, 991. We got it licked. Told you. Boy, I feel like I worked really hard. Tell uh, Joe Bell when you go to lunch. I wore Neil worked for his mind today. It's pretty unusual, but he really, he worked his fat ass off today. Give that old college try. Oh, yeah. The funniest man in history of movies, Mel Brooks, 125, Peter Sellers, 100. The only two in triple digits. Rodney Dangerfield, 75, Roger Mark, 73, Richard Pryor, 60, Jim Carrey, 52, John Cleese, 44, John Candy, 44, John Belushi, 38, Bill Murray, 31, Mo Howard, 31, Woody Allen, 29, Chevy Chase, 24, W.C. Fields, 21, Curly Howard, 20, Laurel and Hardy, 20, Steve Martin, 20. 
Dave Chappelle, 18. Leslie Nielsen, 18. He's great. Gene Wilder, 18. Evan Costello, 17. Charlie Chaplin, 16. Jerry Lewis, 14. Mike Myers, 13. Robin Williams, 9. Albert Brooks, 6. 9. None of the above, 6. Jay and Silent Bob, 6. Eddie Murphy, 5. Eric Idle, 5. Harold Lloyd, 5. All the old farts are coming out of the closet. Bob Hope, 5. Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, 4. Buster Keaton, 4. Burt Lahr, 3. 2 for uh, Roberto Banini. Marty Feldman, 2. Andy Kaufman, 2. 1 for Michael Palantara, Gillerman, Graham Chapman. And none for Carl Reiner or Port Terry Jones. 991. We're right on the verge. You can smell it. This is Neil Rogers. Rock, rock solid. This is 560 QAM. Neil, God. 1011, baby. We made it. I'm eating a cookie to celebrate. Crawford's cook. The best. I couldn't if I tried. So honey, let's get married. Even though we're two guys. Don't go breaking my heart. Elfin, you are the best. Oh, David, I wear a tuxedo. Ooh, and I'll wear the dress. Welcome 